welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your coquettish Game Master Tom, and this is Episode 7, Into the Lion's Den. In our last adventure, the heroes defeated the vile Swamp Witch and rescued Celicia, the missing girl from Edlin Home. On their way back, the group ran into a powerful sorceress named Callian Vero. She shared her knowledge of the chain gate and the master gear, as well as almost killing everyone in the party. She gave the group the option to leave the gear safely with her or risk taking it straight into the heart of the enemy, back to the Bottom Hill Farms to destroy the chain gate themselves. How will the town of Endland Home respond to the heroes returning with the missing girl? And what will they do with the powerful master gear? The adventure begins. Our heroes leave the forest behind and walk along the slow-moving Key River into Edlin Home. On the outskirts of town, you walk past a ranch with several horses grazing in a field. The local rancher, who goes by the name Trake, waves hello before noticing the girl following you into town. Hey boys, welcome, wait, you found her. You actually found Celicia and brought her back. We sure did, and it wasn't easy neither. We take care of our own here in Edlin Home. The rancher runs inside his house, excited to tell his wife. You continue further into town, walking past old wooden fences that run alongside the road and tufts of grass sticking out of the path. Xanner waves at a passing townsperson. Hey, you know, fellas, we need to come up with a plan of how we're going to close that magical gate. Jix has that gear in his bag, so it's all on us now. This is true. We swore to the sorceress we would hold on to the master gear. But destroying the gate with the gear is one thing. Completing this dangerous task without any of us dying? That's another matter entirely. Well, there's no big rush. Let's jump off the girl back at her house and then take a couple days off to figure out our next plan. Uh, actually, that's a great plan right there. Dump the girl and drink booze. Celicia looks at Jix with a frown. The girl? I have a name, you know. Yeah, no. The group walks past a farmer with a bag of potatoes slung over his shoulder. You lads brought her back after all. Hey, everyone, they found Celicia. The group continues on past Gabe, the wizard's tower, following the river into town. We agreed to keep the master gear, and we made a commitment to the sorceress. If we don't close this magical gate, then the whole world would be vulnerable to more unwanted arrivals, and only Karahel knows what else. She also said with enough magical power, the enemy could force open the gate and make it work anyways. I bet an operation as big as they have is loaded with magical power. Cool, sweet, awesome, magical power. Uh, the longer we wait, the worse it'll be. And who are they anyway? Who's trying to get through this gate into our world? They're called the Onokrin. And who the hell are the Onokrin? I have no earthly idea. They're a bunch of prissy scruff munchers. That's who. <laughs> prissy scruff munchers. <laughs> nice one. Upon hearing the good news of the girl's return, several people come out of their homes, follow the heroes towards Celicia's house, and cheer them on. Great job! Where did you find her? I knew you'd bring her back! You see the nice home of the Village family just up ahead, and can only imagine what's been going through their minds since their daughter disappeared days ago. So this gate, who's helping the Onishin get through on this side of the gate? Who's at the Bottom Hill Farms now, waiting for this master gear? You mean, who do I gotta cut down to get us to the gate? 
The sorceress told us it was all set up by someone calling himself the Broken Slaver. Apparently, he runs an outfit for hire, and they're the ones at Bottom Hill. Well, yeah, but if we take this master gear to Bottom Hill, find this gate, and somehow try to close it, you know we're bringing it right into the lion's den. Bad guys want nothing more from us than to, to bring the gear right to them. Yet, if we show up without it, then we're dead! You come to the village household with half a dozen excited villagers in tow. The door opens, and Silesia's father stands there to see what all the commotion is. He looks across the small crowd and is about to speak until he sees his daughter. Silesia runs to her father, who drops to his knees. He holds onto his daughter tight with tears streaming down his face. There are more cries of excitement coming from inside the house, and mom comes running out. The other two daughters come out. The young boy, Jepper, comes out and they cannot believe Celicia has returned, and they're all swarmed around her in this big, huge group hug. The crowd of townspeople behind you are just, they're just doing their, aww, type of uh, <laughs> look at the scene and at you guys as well. You get some uh, well-earned uh, slaps on the back. Good job, well done. See that? Heroes. We're heroes. Trust me, it's the least we could do, everyone. The mom says, come inside. Oh my God, you, just, you look a mess. And she brings the girl in and her sister, well, where were you? What's going on? And the father, uh, Mordric Valage, stands up. He wipes tears from his face and says, gentlemen, uh, come in, please come in. And he motions for all of you, human and non-human. Jix struts right on in. <laughs> <laughs> to come in high. You're going to let us in this time, Mordric? He just waves you in, and uh, Jix comes strutting in and flops down on the uh, like the big lazy boy man's chair in the living room, spreads yeah. his goblin legs. Yeah, he does. Yep. Puts his feet on the coffee table, <laughs> kicks off his shoes, little gnarled goblin toenails sticking out. <laughs> Starts trimming them right there. <laughs> With his teeth. <laughs> uh, Valage says, thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you. Mordric closes the door. And turns around and says, and and thank you, I, 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 how, how is this possible? How did you find my little one? Well, it's not entirely a simple promise. Uh, I will tell you it involved a hill giant, an entire race of lizard people, and the fact that one of us was turned into a god. Uh, other than that, it was fine. Also the dead witch. That sounds amazing. And some homoculi. And where, where was my daughter? In the swamps. Yeah, the witch wasn't dead when we found her. No, we, we took care of that part. I, I, I can't thank you enough. How did she get there, though? There was a totem of sorts that she was compelled. A toy horse. Yes. That Named Entropy. What's nasty business with toy horses? It was taken from me. <laughs> the prime of her life. <laughs> he looks confused. Uh, you know, that was my mother's table. If you could keep your feet off just for a moment. Oh, you're sorry. He, he, brush, down. he brushes off some yellow toenails <laughs> off of it. <laughs> and how was she when you found her? She seemed, she seemed all right. She was in some distress, but she was otherwise, uh, other than some, some... Uh, mental dress. She is fine. She will take some time to recover. And how did you find her? 
we are we are who we are. We are heroes of Edlin Holm and defenders, and I we have our that. resources. And Carahel guided us. <coughs> I will certainly certainly give thanks to Carahel then. Let us pray. No. <laughs> <laughs> He absolutely does. He comes over and puts <laughs> his I win. He puts his hands underneath yours, uh, Killian, and uh, receives a prayer Yay. and is there with you for Carahel. Yay! I, I I can't thank you enough. Uh, I, I I'm I'm beyond uh, I'm beyond stunned. I'm beyond grateful. I thought she was gone for good. You can hear. There's tears of joy and mom is fussing over her in the kitchen and trying to clean her up and still more tears and crying. We don't want to keep you. Obviously, you want to see your daughter again. However, we did use a lot of supplies and ended up losing a lot of rations and even a weapon that was supposed to go to one of us. I was wondering if you wouldn't mind compensating a little bit. <laughs> God. <laughs> Make a diplomacy roll, please. We get by here on donations, <laughs> you oh, see. No. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a hero points. That's what that's going to be, because a three is not going to be <laughs> as diplomatic as, as Xander wants to be at the moment. Xander <laughs> is very diplomatic oh, with God. quite a bit more at a 14. Okay. Yeah, 15. Of, of course, I'll, of course. And he heads off into another room and comes out with a small little pouch, like a little dice bag of pouch that jingles and uh, gently places it in your hands. And you are all welcome here in the village home, he says, to Xanner and Killian in particular, making eye contact with you two and a little bit over with Idrisil. <laughs> that bag looks awfully small. It's it's the least I could do. You're gonna start pouring it out, zipping it up. Oh no. my god, this just got awkward. Is oh. This is why racism is bad. Just look at this out. I will I will do that. I will open up the bag, go over to the tight table with no more uh, toenail clippings on it, and okay. I'll just I'll just Jicks pour it wipes out there. the toenail clippings away right. so that there's a Killian's looking somewhat abashed, but still curious. <laughs> Because Carol's got to have hers. <laughs> okay, we have... Yeah, yeah, that's that's about right for two of us, it looks like. <laughs> 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 Jake swipes his half. Uh, there his are, there's a total of 15 gold coins there. Jake's took seven. You don't have to do it now. <laughs> Talking about it. Um, this would be just fine. Would you mind if we did 25? That seems to be <laughs> oh That's all we need, and then we'll be all set. Alicia, come back here for a second. <laughs> you haven't signed for it yet. This will only get her halfway out of the swamp. Uh, make a diplomacy roll again, please. Uh, that is a first... Fourteen. I. That's all I can spare, sir. I was expecting more uh, humility from such noble heroes. He says in his really ni like the nicest house in all of town, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Killian's kind of looking around. Oh, and we were expecting a proper reward for bringing your daughter back. Your home is very opulent. 
specialist candelabra. Yeah. <laughs> and I like this picture of your mom. <laughs> That's a very would nice picture. Would be a shame if anything happens to it. Caramel would be pleased with it. <laughs> <laughs> this will go well with the tithing. He says, uh, I, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Um, wait, wait here. <laughs> you just hear, I don't know. Like shaking down. I'm, I'm just, I don't. Just, just wait here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have three daughters. We're <laughs> 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 back. Uh, he comes out with a uh, small wooden box in his hand, like a little, like half-sized little jewelry box, and he puts it on the table and says, uh, are any of you familiar with uh, what, what a Meyer pin is? Oh, a Meyer pin. Yes. Killian, <laughs> go over before Jix has a chance. <laughs> you, you got a bad habit. Um, no, I have no idea, but I'm going to fake it. Um, tell me about this Meyer pin. Uh, if you don't know, uh, it's bad luck to share it, but it is of... Uh, great value to someone like yourselves. Um, here, he opens it up and inside, let me see if I can find anything like this. Um, are five little pins that are, uh, kind of like a little, uh, uh, eye type shape, iris type shape, and just looks like it's made of silver. It's literally like a pin you could put on your shirt or jacket or something like that. It's, uh, provides, uh, a value to those who shine, is what they say. Do you know what a Meyer pin is? Of course I know what a Meyer pin is. Okay. <laughs> it looks like it could be a badge of the Defenders of Edlin Home. Does Killian know anything about this Meyer pin? Nope. Take them. <sighs> Are these particularly dear to you? I... Never mind, this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Rhetorical <laughs> question. I'm just trying to be polite. <laughs> it has been a pleasure to serve you. Yes, yes. And he stands up <laughs> and heads to, to the door. <laughs> It seems we have overstayed our welcome. Priscilla is going to kneel to the girl here and just, uh, are you okay? Are you all right now that you're home? Yeah, you go, uh, you find her in the kitchen with her mom and she comes over and she gives you a big hug. She says, thank you so much. There, 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 there. You're home now. You're safe. You truly are. I'm sorry about The hero of Edlin home. (laughs) Well, I mean... Is that real silver? <laughs> <laughs> this looks like copper. Uh, I just go to the mother and I say, you take good care of her, okay? What, what are you implying? Just Alicia, come, come with me, come with me. And uh, the father helps escort all of you uh, out the door. <laughs> With Jix somehow <laughs> lagging in the rear, <laughs> he's gently just pushing I the goblin. I put my shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits down on the floor and starts lacing up his shoes. He starts opening up window or two as well. <laughs> and you guys leave the Village household as uh, heroes. Maybe with a question mark. Witchers, apparently. We're shaking the city down. And a little bit of coin in your pocket. 
and five Meyer pins. Five Meyer pins, which Killian has all of them? Yes. And he's wearing them all. <laughs> here, 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 here. I, I, his hair. I, I wouldn't do that if I was you, Killian. He's on his chest in like a diagonal formation and roll me, I'm a die. <laughs> do they all look the same? They do. Can I have one? No. Just one. Killian puts the box away. I have a spot right here. It's. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with those? <laughs> Trade it for a bow. <laughs> Got one right here. I'll sell it real cheap. <laughs> uh, I'd like to find out a little bit more about these Meyer pins. Well, you if you want to know about Meyer pins, just ask me. So, Jix, tell me about these Meyer pins. I, uh, let me see one. No. What <laughs> <laughs> efforts? Um. Jix, uh, you Perhaps have your seven gold. If you just give me four back, we're going to give it out to everybody else. He gets his, he gets his, he gets his. It'll be three for everybody. Perhaps once I see that donation go to Carahel, I will, uh, that Meyer pin will come your way. Jix seems really wounded and conflicted morally right this very second. Jix, More I... More just wounded. Jix, <laughs> Jix just looks Kara, or, uh, Killian in the eyes. <laughs> Divides four gold out of the seven that he took and kind of does a little head nod towards one of those Meyer pins. Four gold for a Meyer pin. Those are the four that I think was to be distributed amongst us. No, this is only enough for two, remember? Mm. That's what Gianna said. Mm. But then we get the Meyer pins. Well, apparently we don't get the Meyer pins, according to Mr. <laughs> Stingy Pants over here. <laughs> Can we get off the porch? I'm getting really uncomfortable. They're watching me. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Uh, Just the shoes aren't even on yet. Let's go to the lantern and get a drink. We can talk about this there. Yeah. Jex is buying, apparently. That sounds good to me. I'll buy. That's fine. Yay. You guys head off towards the Ember Lantern. It is on the other side of the large pond in the middle of town. You head over there, and on the way, I need Idrisil to make a reflex saving throw, please. That's a hero point, real quick. Well, oh, this is instead a good of a natural one. one. <laughs> take the natural one. No, Come on. we never take a natural one. If we you're gonna need this hero points later. It's a total of 24. 24. You dodge a brutal blow of a small wooden stick as a small boy named Betel Kaysen, who you know very well, leaps out of the bushes and swings it at you and says, I've got you, Edersil! Come Fine here! <laughs> I will slay you! The natural one would have been awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming at you again. I quick draw my bow, and I'm just going to thump him on the head with it real quick. And he goes, ow! And he tries to dodge, and he's coming at you again. And he says, well, what are you this time? Are, are you a dragon? Are you be an ogre? <laughs> and it just so... Uh, just drops his voice down. Okay, I'm a big scary ogre now. Oh, he tries to hit you and he rolls a natural one. What do you do with the situation? Uh, I you see. You can take him down. I see. <laughs> I see him coming at me and uh, I playfully uh, try to get him. To, like, he's like, I guess, trying to dodge through my legs and I knee him in the head by accident. Okay. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, sorry, buddy. I don't like the ogre. I like the dragon better. Okay, we'll be a dragon now. And uh, they play for a bit. The rest of you head off to the uh, tavern, and you are there at the Ember Lantern. Beep and I pop up. Xander opens up the door, says that as soon as he comes in, uh, you see the Ember Lantern is a little more lively than usual. Instead of just one uh, guy sleeping in the corner, and that's it. Uh, there's about four or five people that are enjoying some beverages and chilling out and this afternoon. And you see there is uh, your father. He's across the way and uh, behind the bar, and he's uh, mixing some drinks. You also see some other person behind the bar you've never seen before, Xanner. His new son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a uh, half-orc you don't recognize. Oh. What the... Stop, stop, stop. I agree. <laughs> what the hell is going on here, Xanner? Lenork's in here. You walk up to your father, who's still mixing drinks. Ah, oh, Xanner! You're back! Yeah, Pop Pop, this place is packed! What's with all the commotion? Uh, there's been a lot of uh, arrivals in town and people traveling, and it's just, it's been great for business. What about that? <laughs> you yeah, Pop Pop, what about that? You point to this half-orc who just stands there and just waves and says, Hello. <laughs> Hello. Well, that's that's Glack. Uh, things have been picking up around here, and I don't have anyone else around to help out, even though they promised me many, many, many times they would always be here forever in the family business. So I've had to pay Glack here to help out. Well, that really sucks for you, Dan, isn't it? Wait, 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 wait. Where does Glack sleep? We'll talk about that later. Hang on a second. <laughs> Are you telling me you gave away my room? Look, I, I understand it's been trying for you. You've, you're doing your little magic thing at all. and then I'm saving the world, Papa. And you've been saying that since you were a teen, but it's, <laughs> it's also a matter of you having responsibilities. This is the family business, and I know there's been challenges, and you're being pulled, and I... I have to have someone here, and look, I have I ever told you how proud I am of you? No, not once. <laughs> Good, because I'm not. This is you. You're supposed to be here. It's the family business. So I had to hire Glack, and Glack has your room. Now, if you need some space, I know there's that dryish spot in the basement, and we can uh, certainly accommodate you there. I am not going to sleep in the cat's bed one more time. Pop, pop. <laughs> this is, that was a punishment before. This is not a place for me anymore. You took away my home. I am going to be the defender of this place, but I don't have to be here anymore. I'm not your son anymore, Pop Pop. Oh! Wow. I am Xanner, the defender of Edlin home. You can keep your lantern and you can keep that. Hello. <laughs> he does look handy in a fight. <laughs> if you want to stay, you're welcome. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm going to go drink for you at the Thankful Lodge. Come on, let's go to the Thankful Lodge, little buddy. He'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, 
<laughs> Next time on a very special episode of the Inglorious Bones. <laughs> Is Jerry Springer going to show up? <laughs> wow, all right. You guys are out of the Thankful Lodge and leaving one-star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Worst service oh, ever. Ember Lantern, Ember Lantern, yeah. Start All right. smelling like orc. Used to have great business. <laughs> what would you like to do? Uh, they see Idrisil giving this kid, trading, uh, <gasps> leapfrog, doing leapfrog with this kid, just playing games with him. I don't know, I don't remember his name. Your best buddy, you don't yeah, remember his name. Yeah, my best little training, I guess. Battle? Battle is his name. He's a boy in one of the houses. Battle boy. Battle boy. <laughs> Battle boy. Bring me a beer. Uh, you guys head somewhere else. Thankful Lodge. Oh, yeah. all right. You go to the Thankful Lodge. Thankful Lodge is back on the other side of the pond. The place isn't much of a tavern, but they do have a nice restaurant and a big three-story, huge wooden structure. Great big entry hall thing with a big fire pit. And you come inside, and as soon as you do, you hear a voice saying. Welcome to the thankful. Oh, it's you. Hello, Cyril. Hello. We haven't seen you for a while. We've been out saving everybody's ass. Is, like always. Is that, is that Iggy? It sure is. How are you, Marpin? And Marpin, the uh, older lady of the house comes in. She's a little pudgy and she walks over and she gives you a great big hug. Biggie uh, gives her a huge hug back. You guys look like you could use some uh, something to eat, something to drink. Yes, yes, please. Come in, come in. And she motions you guys into the restaurant where there's a few people uh, eating. And uh, she sets uh, set you guys up with some chicken and some ale and some wine if you're as interested in that i've heard good things about you oh yeah i heard you saved uh, the village girl you found her we did that's amazing i knew you would always be able to do that that sounds really nice. Santa <laughs> <laughs> <Sanders> Christ! <laughs> She's really proud of you. It's good. It's good. It's good. I like that. It's nice. <laughs> Take one point of psychic damage. <laughs> Add family trauma to your character traits. <laughs> We saved her. We also saved some other guy. What happened? Yeah, what happened to him? We just wandered away. (laughs) We forgot all about what's his name? Mord? Mord, Mard, whatever his name was. Yeah. We got Mord Bucks. Mord Bucks. Yeah, Mord Bucks. (laughs) Coupons for frozen yogurt. He got written out of the script. (laughs) (laughs) He just went upstairs one day. Yeah, yeah. There were some some acting guild issues going on. (laughs) (laughs) Contract. Complaining about not getting his day rate. Yeah, <laughs> it is a little too much. And what's next for you and your your uh, band of brave heroes? Um, dinner. Dinner, dinner and drink. Sure, sure. More adventuring soon. Uh, you guys are brought warm, uh, tasty food. Xanner, uh, you notice there are two guys at one of the tables who are uh, casting an eye at you every now and again. Mm. And Iggy, Marpin comes up and says, now that you're here, I could use a little bit of heavy lifting. Would you mind helping me up uh, at in the nice room on the third floor, please? Of course, what do you need? 
Well, uh, Cyril likes to push himself a little more than he can with his back, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need you to uh, help move a little bit of furniture around. Yeah, anything you need. Uh, she takes you up to the room. She opens the door and she says, oh no, it seems like everything is in its right place. And you see all of your stuff is in here instead of the little storeroom that you sleep before. Oh, what's, uh, why is all my stuff in here? Well, you're out there saving the town and making the goddess Soline proud, and we can't have you traipsing around out there and then worrying about coming here and trying to clean and move things around. And so uh, you're fired. Uh, you don't need to work for us. You do amazing stuff for this town. And I think the least uh, we can do here is get you a proper place to rest. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, getting fired's not great, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, and I'll, yeah, I am, uh, of course, do anything you need done around here. No, you know I'm not around a bunch. You don't need to fuss about the lodge, and this is, this. you do good work, and this is still your home. I, I hear there's even a half-orc looking for work in town, and we can use him instead. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're going to replace me with an orc, that makes me sad. But, uh, yeah, okay. Very good. And she smiles and gives you a big, warm hug. Give her a big hug back. I'm glad to get you out of that storeroom. No, that's, that's all right. I didn't mind it too much, but this big room, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. What would you guys like to do? Sure, sure. Where, where's my room? <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> Kix, don't, don't turn around anytime soon, but there's two guys over your shoulder that keep giving me the eyeball. I said, don't look. What? Uh, yeah, uh. <laughs> what does he do? I, I, I shot him. He looked. Everyone, everyone saw that you saw them. That's good. <laughs> Are they looking at you too? Are they still looking at me? Well, I, I only looked once. Killian, do you see them? Uh, uh, yes. Jix turns around and looks, looks just. Now he's just staring about at face yeah. at him. Okay. You see, they are uh, two guys uh, wearing leather armor, armed a little more than most travelers would who might have like a dagger or a short sword. These guys have uh, like a little crossbows dangling off of them and long swords, but you don't see any insignia or anything like they belong to any um, government or group or anything like that. Okay. And they're just sitting there and they're just looking and then they stop looking at your table once Chick starts eyeballing them. Killian will go over there and sit down. He just walked right over there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> With all that armor class you have. Uh-huh. Super confident. Well, he's got five Meyer pins. <laughs> selfish bastard. Exactly. Praise Carahel, friends. Can I buy you a drink? The guy, uh, one of the guys looks up and says, no, we're good. Killian sits down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, that's uh, unfortunate. Are you not followers of Carahel? I noticed you uh, sitting over there with that gnome. Aye. He's a friend of yours? Aye. I noticed you giving him a, a bit of a look. All right. And he scoots his chair back and stands up and gets close to your face with his face. <laughs> Killian stays serenely calm. All right. You know, the goddess of Carahel protecting him. Um... May, can I cast shield, um, 
subtly without anybody noticing. How many actions does shield take? One. You have to say the verbal command for it. So I don't cast anything. I just... All right. <laughs> say it right to his face. Yeah. Shield. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I didn't hear you. Shield. <laughs> Idrisil, you wanted to do something? Uh, yeah, just as uh, kind of that's going on, Idrisil's going to walk in and <clears throat> uh, getting rid of the kid. Uh, and he's going look, gonna to look around the bar uh, for his friends. And then as he's going in, he sees Kellyan. Talking to these two guys. Bizarrely toe-to-toe, like he's about yeah. to get in a bar fight, which is so unusual for the priest. <laughs> hey, Killian, how's it going? Hey, guys. You all right, Killian? And Killian's just standing there, and he just nods slightly and turns back, and he's like, oh, my my companion here was just going to explain his interest in our friend. The guy uh, shoulders his way unnecessarily through you, Killian, and turns... Yeah, I'd rather that not happen if I'd rather him not shoulder through me. Are you going to tell him that? You want to hold your ground? Yeah. Okay. Make a fortitude saving throw. Uh, 20 total? 20 total. He hits this holy wall of divine (laughs) energy. (laughs) (laughs) And he sidesteps around you awkwardly <laughs> and walks over towards your table, which just has Xanner and Jix added right now. Um, so we have Killian with another one of the guys sitting next to you. At the entrance to the restaurant's Idrisil, and in the middle of the room is the table with uh, Jix and Xanner. Just so we have all the combat positioning. Uh, Killian will. Iggy's just comes down the stairs. Iggy's just getting into it. Killian will sit at the vacated chair um, beside the other guy. And he's like, So, uh, what's going on here, friend? And that guy. And his book is in hand. He's just like, you know, kind of like has the book open. Let's see, D, Divine Lance. Divine Lance. <laughs> yeah. Found the page. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, Xanner, the original uh, guy, comes over to you. And you're still not looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look, he's coming. You might not notice us. Who is this? Is he standing there? Is he standing there now? Okay. He's right behind you, and he pulls your chair and rotates it with you on it about 90 degrees so that you face him. And he's standing over you uh, a little on the menacing side. Yeah, soon as Idrisil sees that, he marches over towards the chair. Okay. Uh, <laughs> turns it back around and it becomes a tug of war. He's very sensitive right now. He just had no, a fight I, with I his walk, dad. I walk up to the chair and I uh, like kind of walk around the guy and put an arm, my hand, from a, excuse me, I put a hand on the armrest of the chair. Of, of Xander's, Xander's chair. chair. All right. <laughs> or on like the shoulder where his head is. He's a human? Yes. Okay, so uh, Xander will stand up. On the chair? stand on his chair okay. and stand up on the chair. To be at about shoulder height. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Put on each arm uh, <laughs> Hi. He says, uh, hey, so have you been to uh Bottom Hill lately, friend? Not recently. Well, maybe you should. You have some news? Maybe you have something and it needs to be there. Mmm. I see. You have been talking. 
<laughs> he looks around. He just looked at somebody knowing. Oh, yes, yeah. They didn't tell me this one was slow. <laughs> Crosses his arms in front of him. Yes. Now standing. <laughs> Words have been coming out of your mouth. Killian would be talking to his right. friend at this point in right. time. Hold so, on. Let's yeah. do this one. Is there a time frame? Do you need me there right now, or can you wait at least a night? They say the time frame was days ago. I've been looking everywhere to track down you, Bargalos. I am not easy to find. Interstil just lets out a sigh. <laughs> that being said, you found me. We're ready to go. After we have a good night's sleep, I will see you in the morning. Will you be my escort? <laughs> he looks so <laughs> the, the expression on Tom's face right away. What? <laughs> the tables have turned. He says, No, you're going to uh, give me that metal piece. I'll take it. And if you're nice, I'll put in a good word for you. And maybe they won't give us another order to come track you down to kill you. As it is, you get to live. Just give me the piece. <laughs> You catch have him at no. a suicidal point. You clearly have no idea the kind of day I've had. <laughs> I fear this is not going to go well for you. You should see me in the morning for everybody's sake. Make an intimidation roll, Zinner. Good luck. 16. 16. Wow. He steps back. He looks at the room of uh, the priest who's annoying the hell out of his friend at another <laughs> table, the elf who's very close by, and the big dwarf who has now entered the restaurant uh, and is uh, eyeing the situation. And of course, the goblin who has no interest in any of this is just like eating some bread and stuff and filling his face. He sees my slightly puffy eyes from crying for the past <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> he says, we'll, we'll find you here, right here, this table, daybreak. I'll see you then. <laughs> and uh, salutes. He goes back to uh, his uh, table and. No. He's going to go back to this table, and Ziggy's going to uh, tell him he's not welcome here anymore. Okay, you uh, head over there. He is at the table with you, Killian, and yeah. says to his friend, it's okay. Well, we actually, go. while that's been going on, Killian's been sitting talking to his yes. friend, and he's like, so your idiot friend is really making a scene here. Is this really what sh should be happening? Uh, it's your friend that's causing the problem. He's uh, he's a thief. Ooh, a thief, eh? Stolen what from what? From whom? Stolen something important to some people, and we're paid to get it back. <laughs> Is that what you've been told? That's what we've been paid for. Hmm. I see. Your employer has been lying to you. That man is no thief. <laughs> <laughs> A bit crazy. <clears throat> Maybe suicidal. Thiefy is not. That's not for you to decide. Mm. 
That's for my friend to decide. Mm. And you best be careful. We know how to use these, he says, patting his sword gently. He's like, that's okay. I know how to use this. And he pats his book. (laughs) (laughs) I can read words. (laughs) Uh, Iggy, you were walking up to the uh, guy number Uh one. And I just grab him right by the elbow. And I'm like, it's time for you and your friend to leave. You're not welcome here any longer. He yanks his arm free and make an intimidation roll. Wiggly eyebrows, my dude. Huh, a hero point? <laughs> What'd you roll? Natural one? Uh, natural one, and that's not much better with a nine. A nine total. He says, you don't tell me what to do. Back off. No way, sir. You're out. And he walks over to his friend and turns to you, Killian. Mm-hmm. Says, you're in my seat. Um, We're finishing our lunch. Um... I kind of look past him at Iggy and see what Iggy's doing. Walking over the table. I'm like, um, I do not believe this is your seat anymore, friend. I believe you've been asked to leave. And for Kara, and for your sake, and by Kara Health, you should probably do it. You may make an intimidation roll as well. I don't know if you're known for that. <laughs> um... Fifteen. Fifteen. His friend says, "Hey, uh, what's what's going on?" And the original guy, "We're gonna take him in in the morning." Really? I thought we were, we're gonna take him in in the morning. And you're causing an awful big scene for uh, people who are supposed to be doing a certain amount of work in a quiet way, don't you think? He pokes the priest in the chest with a finger and says, "We'll see you in the morning." Where you're going to be in a world of hurt. <laughs> I, I, I want to be like, I am in a world of hurt. Um, <laughs> we got so cocky. Full metal jacket. We stuff. saved one little girl, no. so they were in the No, um, <coughs> Killian just smiles at him. He's just like, hmm. All right, his friend gets up and ushers the original guy out, and the two of them leave uh, with one more glare at uh, Iggy. And they uh, head out. I gotta pee. I walk walk over to Xander and and pick you up and put you back down on the floor, off the chair. Thank you. Don't don't stand uh, on the furniture. Xander, you got a place to stay if you need it. I have a room here now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this has been our day. <laughs> I know, I know, buddy. You can go up there and uh, rest a little, or do what you need to do. Marpin brings the rest of your food and some drinks. Thanks for uh, thanks for clearing that up. And uh, no goblin feet on the table, dearie. <laughs> uh, sh- sorry. And uh, more chicken. What would you guys like to do? Um. I want, Killian will stop by the temple at some point. Okay. He has some, some business there. Xanner has been still very wounded from nearly dying when, when meeting with uh, Callian. So uh, rest is probably the best for him for a while. Okay. At least, at least for the night. 
Uh, it's been one day already since you met her, if that affects your wounded level at all. It does. That brings it down. Okay. What's your wounded level now? That was a three. Jeez. So that brings it to two. <clears throat> That's probably the highest wounded level we've ever yeah. had. It's scary. Uh, all right. Uh, you are at the Temple of Karahel, Killian, and you uh, walk through the huge 20-foot doors. The temple, again, is just outside of town in a clearing in the forest to the west. Uh I've invited Jix with me to do his donation. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> as I understand, you had said you wish to uh, donate to Karahel personally, so uh, you shall accompany me to the temple now so we may uh, accommodate that. Doesn't take a lot of notes, but he remembers that one. Come along. <laughs> Come along, my little friend. And he kind of gets him by the underarm All and right. sort of starts bringing him with. Sheen. <laughs> you can take the chicken with you. And he picks up the plate and hands it to him and... <laughs> I'll share this with Carahel. <laughs> uh, all right, Jix, you are brought to the temple, <laughs> kicking, not screaming, to the temple. It is a glorious, tall, uh, white gray stone uh, structure, of a nice, tall architecture, beautiful place. Again, way oversized for this town. And uh, you go in through the front door. There are some young uh, acolytes there that nod at uh, the priest uh, as you enter and welcome you. And you have a, as you walk in, the ground has this weird black flowing ink-like magical effect, texture on the stones. Wherever you walk jicks, your steps leave momentary whiteness in the stone and then it's quickly surrounded once you leave your foot off uh, by this black effect. Uh, it's almost like shadows just rolling uh, as a river underneath the ground. Wherever Killian steps, these shadows bend around like a rock in the stream. Um, so his has somehow has more of an effect to whatever this is. Killian, you reach the branch in the entrance where there are certain customs that need to happen. And you go left to a area where you cleanse your hands and you go through a chamber. And then you arrive at the main worship area, whereas non-fault, non-direct clergy use the right-hand side. And he's passed off, Jix has passed off to an acolyte. Yeah, you do a um, little head thing and the acolyte <laughs> nods. And uh, Jix, the acolyte, uh, pulls you in and says, this, this way, this way. Where, where am I going? Uh, you must uh, show your respect and cleanse your hands before entering the temple. Proper. I already licked them clean. Uh, oh, no, 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 this way. And he motions you into a small antechamber. And there you see there is a stone uh, a little pedestal with a stone bowl in it. And inside is very uh, precious holy water to these priests. It is just you and the acolyte. <laughs> he motions towards a couple towels on another stone pedestal nearby. And he says, uh, please, Cleanse your hands before entering the worship area. Jix nods, <laughs> grabs a towel, ties it around his neck like a bib, and dips his face into the <laughs> wall, right. wall of holy water. The uh, slurps it up. No, 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 no! That's not what it's for. <laughs> just, just your. This tastes like roses. <laughs> just <It's> magnificent. <laughs> That's. <laughs> There's only half left. That's not what it's for. <laughs> you see, like, bits of chicken. 
<laughs> a film of oil and grease. Oh. <laughs> he is mortified. He spent all morning sanctifying that water. No one's touched it yet, except you. Uh, very, very good. <laughs> I'll your, just, your turn? No, no, I'll, I'll burn this down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gillian, you have a duplicate on the other side uh, that is just for the clergy. You wash your hands there. Yes. You go through a, uh, a, a narrow chamber of uh, white gray stone. It still has the black effect on the ground, but briefly, as happens from time to time, some of the black shadowy ink-like effect curls up one of the sides of the walls and quickly takes the shape of letters and forms a few phrases, mm -hmm. sometimes prayers of or moments of connection from your goddess, Karahel. The phrase does not make too much sense to you, but you do look and make note of it, and it reads in this weird uh, cursive-like shadowy font on the wall, the star has long been pierced by the sword but now the sleeping sword stirs once more. It must be put to rest or there will be ruin. The star has long been... The star has long been pierced by the sword, but now the sleeping sword stirs once more. It must be put to rest or there will be ruin. But now the sleeping sword... Stirs once more. It must be put to rest or there will be ruin. And the words quickly uh, like dissipate on this wall and fade away and almost like fall down the side of the wall and join this black flowing effect on the floor. Or there will be ruin. Um, Killian kneels. Thanks, Carahel, for the divine message um and then goes all right goes on anticipating meeting you head out Jess. you are now in the main worship area where there's different little pews there is a statue of the goddess there are she has uh she's a figure with uh like a virgin mary uh, covering over her head in a nice gown but she looks strong she's holding a big uh book in her hand there are several uh, stone book pedestals that are just statues before her. And then there's some actual wooden pedestals with books out for people to read if they want. There's one or two other priests in here that are just uh, silently praying. It's a big chamber. It's a tall chamber. Uh, there is a area uh, where Jix, uh, you see, has come out of his side into this area. He mm -hmm. looks way more moist than you anticipated. <laughs> he no, he's about as moist as I anticipated. I don't, know, I don't know if you're expecting the goblin to look glistening coming out of that area. Uh, the acolyte just looks in horror and leaves to go back and uh, reconsecrate re that area. And Jix, you are motioned over to Killian toward this back section where there is another one of those stone pedestals with a big stone bowl. And inside there's a, a heap of maybe 20, 30 silver and a couple gold coins uh, in this big bowl. And Killian's keeping a very good eye on Jix's hands at this moment, making sure they don't go dipping into the um, the well there. And Killian will toss in his three gold, actually four gold, um, and then look expectantly at Jix. Jix takes off his wet <clears throat> bib. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> what, do I, 
What goes, I do with this? <laughs> Killian takes it <clears throat> and then looks expectantly at Jix again. The uh, donation, as you had said, you intended to. Jix wants to swipe one of those, one of those Meyer pins off of. They're in a wooden Killian. box. And I thought closed. you. Were no, I was joking about that. Oh they're, come on! They're still boxed. Fine. You want? You can try and take the box. It'll just be much, much, much harder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jix starts counting out a couple coins. You're looking at those coins a little closely, and perhaps you sense his other hand reaching around your waist. Uh, make a. Uh, I think it's a thievery roll. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Go ahead and make a thievery roll. Eighteen. What is your perception, Killian? Uh, my perception is plus eight. That is an 18. Uh, you, uh, Killian, that was the DC he needed to roll, so you are successful, Jix. Wow. <laughs> you need to finish this ruse off by putting some coins in. Yes. So how many do you put in? Um... <clears throat> Well, Killian is expecting four, so I put in four. So Jix puts in four. Okay. Uh, gold? Yep. Yep. Woo! Wow. Good on you. Puts big four gold in. You uh, Do you seem pleased by that amount, Killian, or displeased? Um. Four <laughs> gold. Just Jix just looks at him like, eh? Hey, I did the thing. <sighs> Does he see the wooden, the large wooden box nope. in his head? Nope. He, that's, he did that's a great roll. Not that large of a box. That's messed up. He's really good at. He's really good at it. <laughs> he just barely pulled it off. In front of Kara. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Killian is pleased. All right. By, by uh, that. Jix, you now have the box of five Meyer pins uh, hidden in your possession. Yeah, it's in it's in my pouch. Okay. Um, and, uh, And then I will pass, um, Jix back off to an acolyte to be escorted out under, <laughs> under, Where, where uh, am I going now? Under I. It's the room marked holy fire. <laughs> the ascension of the flesh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your donation is completed and your time here has, with Karahel has ended unless you wish to sit and pray, which you would do under the... Uh, watchful visage of several acolytes. No thanks. Uh, as I suspected, then they will escort you from from the temple. Tell Carrie hi from me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, Jix leaves the temple with this glowing, happy smile. You think the temple mm-hmm. had some sort of effect on yeah. it? Because <laughs> I'm going to go. So what I had intended to do is go um, ask and find out about these Meyer pins, anyways. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Killian, you do some uh, worship there at right there in the pews, uh, and you receive a blessing from Karahel. You get a plus two to your next offensive spell that you cast. Nice. Either the attack or the DC, however it, it's rolled. Right. Um, and you uh, run into a old man who is a, a member of the clergy here. It is Master Libra- Librarian Flesharn. He's in charge of the books to uh, where they go and all that kind of stuff. He's got quite a bit of responsibility, especially over the more sacred uh, or important tomes carry, uh, kept deep underneath the temple. And he says, uh, uh, Oh, Wayfarer! 
I'm sorry, what did you say his name was again? My name is Master <laughs> Librarian Flashon. Master Flashon, greetings. You've uh, been gone some time. Yes, Zoefarer, my um, time is often spent away from the temple, unfortunately. You don't need to tell me. I was a wayfarer in my day. Uh, you have that glint about your eye, I would have suspected. It's so. it's a fake glass eye. <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you didn't bring it up. So I um, have acquired some objects, which I was perhaps wondering if you might have knowledge of. Of sure. Uh, once we uh, step into one of these studies, and you walk past through a room of a bunch of priests quietly writing in big tomes, copying books, um, il uh, illustrating in them. And he takes you over to a small, quiet study, and the two of you are there, and says, what did you have to show? And Killian reaches into his robes and pulls out nothing, because <laughs> the Meyer pins are gone. And he closes his eyes, he takes several deep meditative breaths. I would need to see these replays, items. <laughs> he closes his eyes, he replays the scene in his head, realizes what and when it happened, if not the actual knowledge. Where are you going so fast? <laughs> he's, uh, he's like, so they, I must have left the objects behind mistakenly, but uh, there are something called the Meyer pins. Have you ever heard of them? I can't say that I have. I don't recognize that, but I can uh, keep an eye in my research if I uh, uh, hear of such a thing. That would be appreciated, Master Flashon. Uh, happy to keep an eye out for a Wayfarer's needs. Uh, perhaps you could keep an eye out for uh, one of uh, my or our uh, needs. Uh, uh, there's been a bit of a debate on how to handle some manuscripts and where they might or might not be included in different uh, sections of the library. They're new manuscripts that have come in uh, by uh, Acolyte Lofio, but he's been gone for some time. Yes, uh, I understood he had disappeared. Uh, we had hoped to find him with some other missing souls, if you will, but he was not with them. I have been told that perhaps he had decided to not stay here. He's been a new arrival, but... He and I have been in debate over his books, and he certainly wouldn't just leave them without knowing where they would be uh, sequestered, stored, stored. He left uh, his books behind? Uh, yes, his personal effects as far as I've been heard too, although he didn't bring much with him. Ah, and uh, where are these effects currently? Uh, uh, check in one of the uh, temporary quarters upstairs. Thank you. Is that uh, the uh, side quest that you had wished me to <laughs> investigate? <laughs> you see the exclamation points, don't you? <laughs> uh, is that the um, what you had wished to speak to me of? Yes. Very good. I will uh, in investigate this matter further. I have been keeping an eye out for Lofio and had hoped to find him where we found the village girl that had been missing and Mord, the well, peasant. Oh, Mord, yes! Oh, no. <laughs> you have some of his Mord bucks, I see. <laughs> well, may Carahel watch over you. Uh, may Carahel guide you. What and your glass eye. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, what else would the rest of you guys like to do? 
Uh, Idrisel is gonna go back to see Portmer. Uh, as you're walking out the door. Old Man River, you left something behind. Oh, I'd forgotten all about that, again. I don't think you did. It <laughs> <laughs> just so stops and he slowly I throw the bow at you from across the room. The bow goes spinning through the air and it's snatched out. And I catch it with an 18. With a huge 18 is caught by Idrisil. You have in your possession a bow made of fine wood, much better than your current bow. Okay. So you just need to spend about 10 minutes and you can then make a roll to try and figure out uh, what the value of this bow is. Uh, okay, I'll do that. All right. Um, and you were heading to Portmer's? Yeah, I'm gonna go see Portmer, but I grovel at Iggy's feet for finally giving me the bow, of course. <laughs> so thank you, Iggy. I tried not to make a big deal out of it, but I'm sure you could tell by my silence the whole way back that- Yeah, you're Iggy. feeling being, being kind of a wiener. It's cool. <laughs> Well, I'll try to be more of a dick. And yeah. Less of a wiener. <laughs> and I head off towards Portmer's place. All right, you head to Portmer, the old archer. He's good to see you. Um, and he ha also uh, commends you on your work. It's good uh, doing work for the uh, for the town, showing yourself to be a, uh, a true ranger. Yeah, you know, Portmer, when we go on these missions, we don't expect to uh, complete different missions while we're trying to complete the first one, but uh, it's all part of the journey. So saving that little girl could not have been a, a greater ask for the trouble that we went through. We met a, a giant named Charg, killed a swamp witch, killed a crocodile, killed a couple of homunculi. Met, I became a god, that was pretty cool. Oh my, <laughs> that I haven't done. <laughs> well, finally I can one up my, mas my old master. <laughs> I see my uh, quarters are still the same, haven't changed a bit. It looks nice and tidy and dusty as I left it. Yes, you should probably clean. I'll get right on that right away. All right, you spend some time looking at the bow. You can make a crafting roll right now to identify it. Ooh, that's a nine. <laughs> uh, you are checking it out. You're twanging it. You start gnawing on it a little bit. You can make no real sense of it. You're going to need someone with some magical skills in your group. To help you out. I will do that tomorrow. Okay. Anything else you guys want to do before tomorrow? Jix is walking back to his room that Iggy paid for him a while back. Yeah. And as he's maybe halfway back, he just palms out the box from from his satchel mm -hmm. and flips it open and looks at these pins and tries to discern what the hell a Meyer pin is. Okay. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> you um, mean you don't actually know? Weird. Make a, actually, yeah, no, I will make a secret roll for you. Secret roll for Secret roll. I've got some of your stats here, and you are Hopefully they're explosive. <laughs> uh, you look at the Meyer pin and can see sense there is magic about it and it has some form of detection connected to it okay and that's all you can glean okay um <laughs> i just i put one i put one on the strap of my satchel you know like like some flare okay <laughs> <laughs> all right and i 
Keep you the know, other the Nazi the... said pieces of flair. <laughs> <laughs> put the other four, keep the other four in the box and put the box back way deep down in my, in my satchel. All right. Uh, I'll give you a hero point if you can somehow end up with Killian by having that box back with you having your own fin. <laughs> I will attempt that. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> sleight of hand and sleight of hand. <laughs> uh, all right. If there's, a, if there's time for it, I know Xander said he was resting. There is a place he likes to really go to, the uh, Broken Stones. <laughs> That's occupied by a half-orc now. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon! Too soon! <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the northeast part of Medlin home, there's Broken Stones. Yes. Right? Kind of a magic spot. That's That was always uh, kind of a place of comfort for uh, for Xanner. He just always felt like himself there. And that's that's kind of where his, his thinking spot is. All right. Uh, yeah, it's a circle of stone that are large, like tall boulder type things. Um, they have a little bit of an air of magic around them. That's where you learned to detect magic for the first time getting yelled at by Gabe the wizard, like, how can you not, did this is like the most magical place and all of you, you're the biggest idiot. And you like started lying for a month. Yeah, yeah, I detected, I detected. And then finally you did detect it. Um, and it's just a quiet place. Most of the locals don't like coming up because they don't trust magic, but uh, it's not harmful and you just like it. And you relax there and in the grass and between these big stones, some Ooh. weird. Works are dumb. You're creating an arch rival for Xander, whether he wants it or not. Adrasil is just shooting bows at night outside of Portmer's house, and to the north, he just hears crying all night. <laughs> uh, you do have a several little uh, fireflies that kind of gather around the stones and occasionally light upon you, Xanner. Hmm. Uh, that's a little reassuring. It is the next morning. It is not the next morning. I was checking out, um, what's his face? Uh, Lofio's stuff. Yes, his stuff is there. <laughs> you, you see it. Okay. There's nothing out of the ordinary, just... Whatever creepy, esoteric priest toiletries would be. <laughs> I resent that remark. When uh, like a flogging whip, a poster tape. of Carahel, like <laughs> oversized diaper. I don't know. Whatever you guys do, <laughs> I'll take the flogging whip. That seems appropriate. Um, no, um, I mean like like the books and stuff that I was supposed to look at. Uh, they are not there. The librarian has though. Oh, well, it, but didn't he want me to look at them? No, he wants you to keep your eye out for uh, Lofio. Lofio. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Um, did you take notes? <laughs> I did, and I thought I thought I was told to, that to, like there was some debate about where these books should go, and that he wanted me to solve it. That's what I heard. Yeah, the, he has the books. He and Lofio are in this big debate over where his books should go. Well, I thought that's what he wanted me to solve. No. <laughs> he <laughs> wants to solve Lofio. that with Lofio. Well, Lofio's gone. He wants you to keep your eye open. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shall we replay the audio? <laughs> so debate has been settled. Master Fushorn gets one. his way. So I'm just like, where am I missing you? Where are we going wrong? You lose a hero. Um, <laughs> you deserve also, to lose the pins. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wonder why you lost your perception. Never perceptive, are you? Speaking of the pins. Yes. Uh, yes, when I. You're flogging yourself naked at night. Jicks. <laughs> um, it's not myself that I intend to flog, it's the thief. Who stole my pins? Jix is in his room with the door locked. <laughs> yes. Okay, now it's the next day. It is morning time. The light is just starting to appear, and th- there is a knock upon your new room door, Iggy. And it is Cyril, the owner of the Thankful Lodge, your former employer. Come, come on in, Cyril. Is, yes, she's given you this room. Very, very nice room, isn't it? It is. It was one of our best sellers. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. I am. I'm sure. I'm sure it's well earned. Um, there's someone at the door for you. Oh, okay. Seems uh, a bit uh, unhappy, and we don't like the mayor to be unhappy. The mayor? Uh, yes, Voldis. Okay. I'll go down and see what he wants. Thank you. And uh, he lets you uh, get ready and you head downstairs. You can still hear, even though the light's coming up, some heavy goblin wheezy snoring sounds coming from his room. Me, 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 me. <laughs> uh, you head down to the main giant hall downstairs on this lodge and you can see there is uh, just inside the door is uh, Voldis, the town blacksmith slash mayor. He looks a little sleepy, um, but is there and says, uh, uh, Heavy bringer. How are you, my good friend? Hope I didn't uh, wake you. No, no. Nope. I was up. I was doing push ups. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we have a, a bit of an issue, and uh, someone's uh, brought something to my attention, and we need to have a, just a bit of a talk. Okay. Oh, uh, and he's just outside here. If you don't mind, just a moment of your time. Yeah. Uh, he opens the door and out you go. And there you see is a sh- shirtless man named Harleo standing there. Huh. Oh, this guy. So perhaps you know uh, what this is about then. Uh, this is... Oh, I'm... I know what it's gonna be about now. He's supposed to be out of here. This guy's a scumbag. Is that true? He asked. <laughs> winces. Hey, hey, this guy, this guy stole my horse right there. He points to his uh, horse. Edward? That's, uh, I told you that's, that's not your horse anymore. I didn't tell you, but I made sure that it was not your horse anymore. I also told you to leave town. Why are you here? And why do you not have a shirt on? (laughs) More importantly. The most important thing. (laughs) Scumbag traits, not wearing shirts. Uh, that, that doesn't give you any right to be taking my horse, guy. Why are you here? You're here for your horse? I'm here for my horse. It's not yours anymore, it's mine. And Voldis says, so you admit to taking his horse? I uh, sure do. Um, and why did you do that? Because he's a bad guy. Bad guy shouldn't have a horse. I'm a good guy. Good guys should have horses. 
Look, we don't have many laws here in Edward Home, <laughs> but that's not how any of them work, uh, Heavy Bringer. You can't just take someone's stuff and claim it as yours. He was, uh, he was a poisoning, um... Molary. The Widow Molary. Yeah. Uh, you... And manipulating her into doing God knows what. Carahel knows what. But you reported back. I asked you to keep uh, check in, and you said uh, everything was fine on from her end. We brought her to you. Remember that? And this guy was supposed to beat feet out of town. Arleo says, I don't have to go anywhere, and she's just fine, guy. Now give me back my horse. I demand some sort of satisfaction. Come take it away from me. He looks at Voldus, and Voldus looks at you and says, uh, it's uh, early, Heavybringer. We don't need trouble. Let's just give the man back his horse and call it a day. Apologize might be, oh, no, I see that's pushing it too far. <laughs> Can we just give the man back his horse and that way we don't have any issues. Oh, how about, how about I walk it back with you? He's still at Harleo's? I am Harleo. Or fuck. You still, you still at Molary's? He says, well, yeah. Well, let's walk it back. I want to see how she's doing. And Voldus says, well, I'll come with you. And Harleo uh, says, well, you, you can also, you can also buy it. Your horse? Yeah. I'll give you one gold for it. Oh, it's worth six. Easy. I'll give you two gold for it. That's six. Two. Can you do three? Two, and I won't <laughs> throw you into the pond. Oh, make a your choice, nego uh, diplomacy or intimidation. Mm. It sounds the same. <laughs> Fuck, a six? Six. I, I, I need that extra Here's gold. three gold, you piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> oh, thanks. You're not such a bad guy. He takes the gold and, and slaps you nicely on the shoulder. Now, now how's, no how, how is Molary? She's great. She's gonna be a uh, gold Richard thanks to you. How come you didn't leave town when we told you to leave town? Cause you're not the boss of me. Okay, well have fun. You might get a visit later. And he pats the horse goodbye. Don't touch him, he's not yours. <laughs> Voldus nods, back away. <laughs> and Harleo walks away with his three gold. And Voldus says, well, uh, that was that was handled as good as I could have hoped. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, he is certainly an odd one. And, and uh, he, they have uh, a few more friends at uh, the house there now. Oh, that's great. So, so we have that going for us. Well... Good morning. Oh, Good morning to you too. And uh, excellent work with Celicia Village. Tell tell the lads we're we're all proud of you guys. I will. I will. And you return to the uh, thankful lodge where you see Killian Fennel, the priest, is walking uh, down the road from the temple to here. You see uh, Idrisil has left uh, Portmer the Archer's uh, compound and is here in the early morning. 
You see Xanner is here with a crick in his neck from sleeping outside all night long. Is that right? Oh, you shared a room. Oh, okay, okay. Um, You find Xanner outside accidentally wearing one of your dwarven shirts. (laughs) It's so big! (laughs) (laughs) Your whole body fits like one of the arms. (laughs) It'll be great for when you take the juggernaut potion. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you guys are there uh, with also those two uh, ruffian types uh, are uh, show up. They walk up. Fun. And oh, look at these sissy munch scruffers. The guy winces when he Which one's like, sissy? Which one's munch scruffer? And there I says, well, I'm, I'm glad to see you're here. I'm a little surprised, but glad you're here. Glad you're here too. By the way, Jix is not here. Idrisil is going to look at the two of them, and then he's going to take out his bow. Quick draw? Nope. He's not going to attack anybody. He's just going to take his bow out and go, Hey, Xana, can you check this for me? And I just throw Xana my bow. Oh, my hands! And I will attempt to catch it. I don't, I don't think his name is supposed to be Xander. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, me. Yeah. Uh, I whispered. Flappy shirt and all is a 22. Oh, yeah. You have the bow. You just right. need 10 minutes of time to uh, spend one-on-one time with this bow to take a look at it. Give me a second. I'm going to run back inside so I can change my shirt. Uh, the guy says, I'm coming with you. Uh, you can stay out here. I don't think we need to have a replay of last night. Yeah, and I'm not letting You're this not one get out there. the... He's not getting out the back door either. You're not welcome in the thankful lodge. It's fine. It, it's fine. Then he stays out here. No, 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 What the hell are you doing? He puts his hand on his sword hilt. It's and so I I am glowing purple at this moment. I, okay. I assume with with the because I I am going to start detecting magic. All right. On the bow. You detect magic from the bow. And with that, I will just toss it back to you, Idrisil. Yep, magic. There you go. Now I quick draw my bow. It's <laughs> <laughs> in your hand. And I attack him. Oh wow! What? Whoa. Yep. Make a attack roll. You can quick draw and get a shot off. With a I just take my bow <laughs> and I shoot the arrow right at it where his hand is and it knocks his hand off of the hilt of his sword. Oh, all right. <laughs> wow. You're uh, not going anywhere. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks visibly shaken. And his other friend looks at him like, what the hell are we going to do? You're going to start treating us, and especially my friend Vargalos here, with some respect. Make an intimidation roll with plus four, please. That's a 13 total. He says, all right. Go do what you need to do. We'll wait. What is that? And he starts stepping away from some sort of rain, and it's not rain from the window above. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! 
Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like the smell of goblin piss in the morning. Sorry, did I get you? Xander, you were changing into clothes and doing something else? I, I was uh, getting my stuff together. I was just going to detect a little bit more. You're going to do 10 minutes of terrible <laughs> uncomfortableness outside. <laughs> it's a Mexican standoff outside. <laughs> As you're changing around for the third time. <clears throat> Yeah, I uh, got everything I need, got everything I've, I've, I want. It's my own stuff. I didn't have anything special. All the special things are in the hands of these two at the moment. Uh, so I'll I'll run back down. Here's a gnome, here's a gnome, here's a gnome, here's a gnome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this. You can do this. And are, and are you taking those 10 minutes to uh, identify the thing? I've identified the I, bow. I, I tossed the bow back to him, so I, I won't be <laughs> identifying that. I, I just found it had magic. I didn't tell what kind. It just, yeah. so I, I did not take that time. Okay. And you're back. It and- looks like, like, I'm like, I mean, like, I guess I'm just chopped liver. I don't have any magic here at all. It's fine. Don't, don't worry about that. Uh, the rest of the group is there. Jix is up. there. Xanner is there. Everyone's ready to go. <laughs> Jix. Jix. What's, uh, what's that on your, uh, strap there? Oh, this? Yeah, yeah that. It's a Meyer pin. <laughs> where, where did you find that? I found it. <laughs> Where at? In my hand. Hmm. <laughs> and then I motioned, uh, motion to, uh, Killian. Mm. Have at it. Uh, Killian, I want to thank you for taking me to the temple yesterday and, and giving me a taste of, of what it's like to truly be, uh, uh, an appreciative follower of, um, of the gospel of kill of 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 Carrie, Carahel, and I give you a big hug. <laughs> okay, he gives you a big hug. Uh, no, hero points. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? A four. Oh. <laughs> oh, by the way, you're making this. Uh, this is a thievery roll. Yes. Uh, you're making it with a minus two due to exceptional wariness on Killian's part. Okay. Ooh. There we go. So, 23. And your perception is plus eight. You need an 18 or higher. You successfully, during the hug, he pushes you off, but not before. You slip the box unknowingly right back into the exact pouch you took it from the and day before. The you get what hero point? <laughs> I'm a man of my word. <laughs> Killian, you are rightfully pissed uh-huh. at him, and you can tear right into him. Um, we'll be keeping a tally on our, um, uh, income this adventure, and we'll be returning to Carahel to tithe again. Sure, okay. Well, it went well, well okay, let's And you're on. feeling very <laughs> generous. I actually, I'm feeling very curious. Hey, Shanner. Yeah? What do you make of this? <laughs> and he's like... No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, that's magic too. What? Can you tell me more about it? Sure. <laughs> Who's Xander? Can we just get going, please? <laughs> Damn it. I did it too. <laughs> the two guys are pissed. They didn't even notice. He's been called Xander like 10 times. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so who are you two? What are your names? 
Says, uh, my name's Elp, and this is Seahorn. Elp and Seahorn? Not Seahorn. Seahorn. Okay, Seahorn, let's go. And they uh, head off to the north. Spell Seahorn. S E. Just like Georn, except with an S. <laughs> Obviously. S E A H O R N. You guys uh, head up north walking, and uh, they. They seem very uncomfortable and very concerned now after the amazing Idrisil shot. Uh, like they've lost the big the big power of controlling the situation now. Uh, and they talk amongst each other. Like, I don't know, well, maybe, okay, well, yeah. Well, so maybe, like, we're walking to... We're just heading north, right? Heading up north. As we're doing this, I'm going to hand Killian my bow now and say, take 10 minutes and do this on the way. He's got to stop and do it. You just stop walking? Oh, yeah. Damn. Okay, never mind. Now I'm good enough all of a sudden. <laughs> well, he goes purple every time. <sighs> uh, Killian, you uh, you tell him that, and you happen to notice a little bit of a rectangular box in your pouch, mm-hmm. and you check, and impossibly, it is there. Mm-hmm. Seems just beyond mm-hmm. comprehension. <laughs> Make a wisdom roll for me, please. Oh, sorry. Uh, You're pretty good at this. Eight? Eight. <laughs> you start doubting yourself. You were saying. <laughs> <laughs> were there five to begin? I'm going to use get a one? hero point. <laughs> Nineteen. Okay, you know exactly what has happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's tried to pull this on you before. You, you, you kind of like raise your eyebrow a little bit of respect. He's able to pull it off, but yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sneaky goblins. Seorn, about an hour into your hike up north, falls back after relieving himself and uh, trails now in the rear of the group to mm-hmm. keep an eye on you guys. No. No? No. It's going to be a battle of dragging feet in the back of the group? Yeah, we're all going to stay together. Be like, oh, no, no, friend. Come, come. Stay with the group. It is dangerous to go alone. He says, I'm going to stay right here. No, no, no. It is dangerous to go alone. Elf is the one that I hit? Uh, yes, he's and up I, front. And I'm, I, right, I'm and right behind I, him. Okay. And I, and I use the word dangerous with like an inflection, like specifically dangerous to you to stay behind. Make an intimidation roll there, a little frazzled. Natural oh, 20. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he says, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you put her in charge, man? <laughs> I just started very Hudsoning right there. <laughs> uh, all right, he stays up front, and they walk up north um, with them in the lead for several hours, heading towards Bottom Hill Farms. What am I gonna say? Hello. That doesn't work very well for me. <laughs> um. Well, we must, uh, well, let's talk about the broken slaver, because that is the person that's supposedly here at Bottom Hill who, um, that's been doing this. So maybe we should acquire Why some. Why don't we ask these two I was kids. going to say, well, maybe we should acquire some information from them uh, and then perhaps dispatch them before we hit Bottom Hill. Did you just suggest to kill them? 
um, I used the word dispatch, <laughs> a more neutral word than kill. They do not seem like a good folk. I think they get the message that if I wanted them dead, they would be dead. We can wait on killing them just now. Well. We need the information first. We, we do. Have, we don't need to threaten I, them too but, much. Oh, no, I'm not saying we threaten them. Um, just dispatch them. They're just hunched over listening as we walk. We, if we enter with them, we're going to be taken straight to whatever encounter it has in store for us and we have no time or ability to recon to figure out what's going on and to you know figure out what is our best plan of action um so we either need to rid ourselves of these two in some fashion um and then we can take uh whatever actions we seem we view as fitting or we have to be led by these two and take whatever actions they seem fitting. Well, you're right that we don't want to be spotted with them. Jex is my name, alchemy is my game, but I need more reagents to keep this party hopping. Go to patreon.com slash ingloriousbarge and donate to the cause. Now listen to me roll this natural one. (laughs) (laughs) How far away are we from Bottom Hill right now? Uh, It's six hours total travel, so... Yeah, it took us three hours when we were riding the cart the last time. Yeah, I mean, so basically we... Probably a couple hours away. Yeah, it's... If we go back with them, they're going to take us straight to whoever, and we're going to have to cough up... The master gear. Um, Help! Seorn! Hey, they turn around. Who are you taking us to see? We're taking you to see Sog. Sog? Who's Sog? Well, he should know, pointing to Xanar. I didn't ask him, I asked you. Yeah, stupids! Did I work? That worked, right? Did that work? Shittling your inner Vargalos. <laughs> he says, well, ask him then. Keep walking. Please. is going to poke the back of his knee a little bit with his bow. Hey. Why don't you tell us what you were not telling us? Killian nods. <laughs> <laughs> Behind him. Yeah. Yeah, tell him. We're, we're just supposed to see your, your contact. Sog, that's all we know. And we're supposed to get you there. Or the gear there. It just his ears kind of just... Were we supposed to bring the gear? <laughs> he stops. Go. <laughs> what? Stops. You didn't say we were supposed to bring the gear. Yeah, you're supposed to bring the gear. Well, you didn't say that. Why, why didn't you say that like six hours ago? Idrisil and Xander just started like. What? Do you? I don't have the. Okay. Jicks. We, off we don't even have the gear yet. He does his best, because he's not trained in it, he does his best to quick draw and slash at the elf. We are rolling initiative, and first up is Idrisil. (laughs) (laughs) Quick draw the short sword real quick. Like in slow motion, he's drawing his sword, and yours is just going out like in normal speed. Uh, (laughs) My intention is to cross, like draw swords and cross swords with him. So I'm just going to... 
with a 18. This is not to attack him, but to... This is a quick draw. Yeah. You are going to attack I'm going to hit his sword with my sword. Oh, okay. As he takes it out, I'm going to try to, like... Disarm? That would yeah. be a disarm. Can I do that with quick draw? Uh, you cannot. It has to be a strike. Okay, I'll use an action... Just to draw? Take my sword out, Okay, yeah. that's one action. And then I'll... I'll go for it. You can keep your 18, though. That's a good roll. Okay, I'll do that. It's, it's a total of 18? Total of 18. Okay. Uh, with a total of 18, you do not disarm him, but you get the... You get a plus two to anyone else's further attempt to disarm him. And you still have a third action. Like, you hit a sword and you slightly knock it, but he's still drawing it out. I am going to... I'm going to yell for Iggy. I'm just going to say... Uh, don't let the other one move, and I'm gonna strike again. Okay. That's with an only a nine. A nine. You're too distracted looking over at Iggy over your yeah. shoulder. Next up is Iggy. I'm going to draw Lucy, my sword, and I'm gonna sudden charge Elp. Okay. You almost bowl over the elf in your group and come right up to the elf in your group. <laughs> uh, 24. Is a big, nice hit. With uh, four damage. Big four. That's pretty low for you. Yeah. All right. You barely graze him and you still have one action. No, you drew and then you did your sudden charge, which is two actions. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, Killian. So uh, delay action, once you delay it, does that permanently move your initiative to that place? Is that what we talked about? Yeah, I'm pretty confident okay. of that. Um, I'm sorry. Did Iggy not get a plus two? Was that included? Uh, that's a plus two if he wanted to disarm. Okay. Sorry. Um, I will cast Divine Lance at the leader is Seahorn. No, the leader is Elp. Oh, okay. The leader oh. of the two is Elp. Okay. I had that confused. Which two people have already That's gone over. You got them off of me. <laughs> uh, and yes, it does permanently change your initiative. Yeah, so I will Divine Lance Elp. Okay. Uh, that's going to be plus two, a, because it's my first offensive spell, kind of, what is it, plus eight, eight, seven, fifteen. Fifteen, you blast at him, and he is, uh, you miss with your shot, because Iggy and Idrisil are in the way. You don't want to hit him, your shot uh, messes. Uh, actually, I don't care if I hit him, because <laughs> they're not evil. Uh, you have an action left, I believe. I will cast shield. Okay, shoom, you have a shield, and you are well protected from these two, spatially-wise, by yeah. the way. Uh, they are up next. Elp goes first. He is going to make just a raw athletics roll to try to boot, and he does. He boots uh, Iggy out of the way so he can get a good strike at the elf. His second action is to finish drawing, and his third action now is to strike at you, Idrisil, with a 20 to hit. It hits. Ah! Oh, minimum damage! Four points of slashing damage to Idrisil. His friend Sion uh, strikes at, draws his sword and strikes twice at um, Iggy, who's right next to him, with a total of 20 to hit. Yep. And a total of 16 to hit. No. All right. First one does hit for 10 points of slashing. There's blood spilled. And uh, Jix, you're up. 
Jix is off the beaten path in the woods. Okay. Jix is done. Xanner, you're up. Where did, what? <laughs> He's uh, bigger trying to juggernaut it without the potion. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I just needed my hits. He's mainlining juggernaut. Xanner's <laughs> uh, going to uh, take an elemental toss and throw fire right at the face of Sjorn. Okay. Uh, 15? 15. You you also miss. You got this big dwarven head right in your way. You don't want to hit your friend. I will uh, use the other two actions for uh, an electric arc to toss uh, electric bolts in between the two of them instead. Oh, at the both of them. Do they make reflex saving throws? They do. All right. Elp gets a 23. That is a, yes. That's a success. And Seorn opens wide and gets a critical failure and will take double damage. Okay. Uh, Seorn is going to take seven damage. Okay. And uh, so half that would, and that would be half that would, so three for uh, Elp that made the save. That doesn't make sense. If you make the save, you take half. Seorn takes double. Oh, sorry. The other way around. Okay, got it. So uh, the one roll would then be... uh, Math. So twelve for the for the critical fail. Okay. And uh, three. Three. Got it. Lightning flashes across. Elp. Ah! Seorn goes as he eats a whole bunch of lightning, and that is it. Idrisil, you're up. You are toe to toe with uh, Elp, <clears throat> clashing blades. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep swinging at him with my short. A little sword. bit of little bit of murder death kill. A little bit of it. <laughs> With a, oh, with a 23. 23 is a hit. Get through his defenses. Seven damage. Seven damage to Elp. You cut him down. Hold on. Sorry. That was your short sword, right? Yep. That's a D6, buddy. Ooh, you do not cut him down. Two damage. You cut him up. (laughs) (laughs) But he is not dead. Uh, I have two actions left. Yes. Try again. We're going to go ahead and... Try to finish him off. It's a hero point. Hero point. What was the roll? It was a nine. Natural 20. Oh, your second attack is a brutal where you get double damage with the sword. Two dice. This could be really low or pretty high. Four total damage. Still stands with one hit voice. <laughs> Did you get a plus one or something to your damage? No, he's not. He doesn't have that strength. Extra uh, die. He's yeah. quick and agile. One more. One more attack. He has a plus one to strength, right? From what? Not on the no, with the short, no, with the sword. Oh, okay. no, the short sword. Yeah. Bow, I think. Okay. Not the bow, though. I mean, but your what strength is, the, is plus one. What does the weapon say for the damage on the short sword? Uh, it's uh, one d six. Plus okay. One, plus one. Plus one. Plus one. Oh, so I guess okay. you did extra damage. <laughs> you have you you have killed Elf. I kill him. He is dead. You have one action left. You can take a step to move forward towards Seahorn if you want. You know, I'm just gonna raise my shield. Okay, Iggy. I'm gonna um, demoralize this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna raise an eyebrow, growl at him. Oh. Grrr. Add plus two. He just lost his bunny. Nice. It's close, buddy. You guys are dropping dice like yeah. crazy. Um, ah, 13. 13 uh, is not enough. Okay, and then I'll swing, swing down with my sword. I'll kill you! 
Uh, 19. You'll kill me! <laughs> uh, roll your damage. By uh, eight damage? Eight damage is a huge slash across his chest. He is still standing. You have one action left. I'll swing at him again. With a 12. 12 is a miss. He's able to parry that blow. Killian, you have an action. I'm really hoping this guy's evil. Um, so I'm going to cast Divine Land. Go for it. <sighs> 14. So I know that's going to be. Magic white, powerful energy flashes out from Killian's hand and misses again. Of course it does. And you have another action? Um, I do. I'm going to recall knowledge. Okay. Hmm. For no good reason. All right. <laughs> Recalling knowledge on a human being. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, what is that? The plus of? Society? Society 15. Okay. Tell me all about the human. Uh, he uh, is more reflexible than willpowerable. Uh, your turn is done is what okay. I'm trying to say. <laughs> Seord is going. He slashes at uh, Iggy with his sword. Chain clang with a 12 to hit. No, sir. And then a minus 5, 14 to hit. No, sir. Then turns tail and runs 20. Five feet I'm gonna away. use my feet, no escape, and I'm gonna lay right in. What does that do? So uh, Jason uh, foe moves away, and I stride in tandem with the foe. So he, you're right behind He's him. Probably faster than me. <laughs> All right, but I, any move he makes, I, I make the same. Move. All right, so you move twenty feet per speed per, yep. per move. All right, you are five feet behind him, so one little step will get you right there, and you chase right after yep. him. Uh, nice. I imagine just a dwarf screaming. <laughs> like, ah! uh, Jix. Can Jix pop out right in front of Sioran? Sure. He does. Okay. Draws his sickle. Your sickle is already out. You leap out in front of him with your first action. Your second is to attack. Hey there. Um, That's a 19 to hit. 19, you hit. You just need to do two points of damage. With two points of damage. Oh! <laughs> he just, hey there, a slash! And you uh, stick your sickle deep into his chest and kill him. He drops with a look of shock on his face. Oh! Where the hell did you come from? I had to take a pish. Again? I'm a... <laughs> God damn, your bladder is the size of a walnut. It's the size of a goblin bladder, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're a walnut. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> sure, sure did. Uh, this guy's at my feet. I'm going to loot, loot the shit out of him. Okay. Do you want to loot or loot all on him? Loot um, all. <laughs> uh, you loot him. They have, uh, you can check it both out. They have uh, just a few coins on them. Nothing else of interest. Uh, a total of four, no correction, three gold pieces on them. I would like to move them off of the main road. Okay. You drag their bodies off. There's Jake's a little wants to copse of trees you can drop them in. to a spot where he wants Idrisil to drag them to. <laughs> can you just do me a favor? Do me a solid here, bud, and just put them right here. I think you've done enough solids for the rest of us for today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't done that one yet. Uh, so Idrisil just kind of turns to the group and says, I have an idea. I think two of us should put on their armor and see if we can infiltrate. That's a, a good idea. There's only two that are going to fit into it. Oh. 
<laughs> it just tells <laughs> glares at Killian, <laughs> the only six foot tall person here besides um. him. I mean, they could stack on each other's shoulders, but I don't think they take it seriously enough. <sighs> Disguises are good. I'm yeah. Vargalos. I'm Vargalos. Oh, real Stupid. Quick. We can take him as Vargalos. Real quick, everybody roll a d20. Is this for? This is for who gets gold. 15. Five. Well, Four. Okay. Xander, well, uh, uh, Killian, and Iggy all get a gold. You. I don't like losing control of one dice. I must control the situation. I have no say. Somebody will be punished for this. I am the game master. I am the decider. In the game, free gold. It would have been nothing. CM makes a roll to see if everyone can make a roll. I'll allow it. The benevolent DM allows us to roll our own dice one time. That's your one for the campaign. That's okay. Can't spell God without a D. Uh, the bodies have been placed in a moist puddle. Is that what's happened? I, I guess no. so. Uh, uh, just uh, next to a particular tree. Okay. They've been placed to a particularly easily identifiable tree and you have removed their armor, kind of scraped off some of the blood and uh, you're wearing it. Wearing uh, the blood, yes. Well, yeah, we're kind of still in the process of talking about that, but I, it just thinks it would be a great idea uh, to infiltrate them, maybe even with, quote, Vargalos. Yeah. Three of them can walk up. Let's take their gear yeah. for now. Um, let's now, since we have some time and we're no, no longer compelled he by these the people. the bow graciously to Killian. <laughs> um, Killian will actually, have you looked at it yet? The not, bow? Okay. Not completely. I just knew that it was. I just, I just knew knew it. Yeah, we know that it is magic. He's yeah. going to hand the bow over to um, Vargalos, and <laughs> oh, be careful, be careful. While he's doing that, he's going to pull out the wooden box that has the pins and attempt to just take the one off of Jacques <laughs> lapel at the same, you know, sucker, same kind of moment in order to investigate them as well. Okay. So you're going to try and thieve. thieve I'm not going to thieve, thieve. more just like. Steal? More just kind of nonchalantly walk up and just like, just pluck it right off. All right, Jix, you then get a say. No, he's going to dispatch. (laughs) 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 I take the dull end of the sickle and like (laughs) knock his hand away. All right. Mm. You have been held off. Oh. Very well. I guess somebody doesn't get to know what these are. And then I'll turn and I will open up the box and I'll spend some time investigating them. Uh, The Meyer pins. Meyer pins. Okay. You spend about 10 minutes uh, working your magic on these Meyer pins, trying to attune to them and figure out what they are. Uh, And I need to make a super secret roll. Uh, Arcana is plus five, if that matters. You glean nothing from them. Okay. Yeah, I've got your stats for my secret rolls on here. Okay. I do. You give me that look. You don't even need us to roll. (laughs) (laughs) Shh, don't tell him that. Uh, Do I need to make a roll for the the bow if we're taking it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, No, 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 no. All right. Uh, I will make that roll. There's some things. (laughs) I told you. Killian, after doing that, would be like, oh my God. 
nobody should be using these and like closes it and puts it away and then looks over at Jix is like and like gives him like like a scared look and then <laughs> and it goes about his business. I'll make a deception roll. <laughs> Six. So, okay. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Deception plus three, nine. Nine. Yeah, it's yeah. not gonna be good enough. <laughs> he's not a good liar. Sanders' perception's only fourteen, so he's freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, Xander, you spend 10 minutes and are able oh, to identify this as a Ocran bow made of Ocran wood, and it is a magic bow. It is plus one to hit. So that's it. Very simple, but very effective. And mm-hmm. you were able to explain it to uh, Idrisil. So Idrisil, when you take this bow back, you get plus one to every single one of your bow number attacks forever. That's monster. Just let everybody know that brings my last attack to a plus three. Nice. (laughs) Instead of a minus two. (laughs) Uh, Iggy's going to walk up behind Idrisel and... uh, Steal the bow? No, just like (laughs) uh, touch him. And uh, he just still starts crying. No, nothing happens. Okay. He definitely try to heal you, but it didn't work. All right. And then Iggy's going to touch himself. Oh, you do some battle medicine. Yep, battle medicine. <laughs> and uh, he does hit on himself and heals nine points. All right. Keep in mind, if you're doing battle medicine, it does take the healer's kit. Yeah, I have one. I know. I'm just oh. saying in the middle of battle, that would involve putting swords away, drawing yeah. out, just blah, blah, blah. Just be aware of that. Yep. How many hit points did that heal? Nine. Let's see. 39? Yeah. So we'll take another 10 minutes and I'll heal Iggy. I'm sorry. Idrisil. Okay. Anything else you guys doing on this uh, break? I get the bow back and it I just, it starts vibrating in my hand. <laughs> yeah, it looks nice. It's, it's made of dark wood. It's got a scrawled, a little uh, a symbol, uh, etching designs on it. Uh, it's pretty nice. It's pretty. Um, all right, you guys then head off up north. Another hour of travel up north. You then head west off the road down a small little path towards Bottom Hill Farms. We've obviously concealed the bodies. Yes, yeah, in a copse of trees. Putting on their clothes. Uh, Idris, so you have their clothes I have on. one of their clothes on, so I look like one of them. Okay. Maybe skinnier and better looking, but. <laughs> <laughs> what type of armor do you normally wear? It's a uh, leather kind of woodland elf armor. So it's, uh, you know, brownish. Uh, no, I just need to know leather. That's good. Uh, so that that is what they had. So your armor class remains the same, uh, but you do have an extra pair of leather armor wrapped up behind you on it. It's like a big backpack type thing. Yeah. Just be aware of that. Yeah, what happens as a cleric if I'm wearing armor? Like Nothing at all. So You why? and Xander could be wearing armor all day long. So there's no negative impact. Wait, I can? <laughs> I can have armor? <laughs> the negative impact is uh, it, unless you're trained in it, you don't get the trained plus two or the level bonus. So what armor are you? You're trained in no armor whatsoever. Correct. You're trained in... Uh, uh, Basically you're, unarmored. Oh, you're trained in unarmored. So if you put leather armor on, you'll get the leather armor bonus of like plus one or plus two, but then you'll lose plus two for being trained and plus two for your level. Okay. But if you later on gain a feat that lets you choose that, you can choose that and now you can use that. So I can do like plate mail? You can work your way up to plate mail. (laughs) (laughs) It is totally allowed. I feel Absolutely. like you're going to start this game as a Wayfair and end as a completely different vibe. I'll, I'll be, be a paladin, paladin by the paladin end of it. Yeah. He won't need the juggernaut potion and right. <laughs> just divine lance everything. 
Off in the distance, you guys see there is the Bottom Hill Farms. It is that raised kind of puffy hill you have spent some time on a couple weeks ago. You see the farm is there. Uh, Iggy, you break out your spyglass from afar and can see some movement and action going around similar to what you spotted uh, when the last time you saw this farm. There is a tower that's being constructed of stone blocks that is now 30 feet tall. There are several tents, maybe eight, 10, 12 tents that have been set up of different sizes. There are four different cranes with rope and metal that are moving stones and stuff around. Uh, make a perception roll, Iggy. 16. You can also see there are several armed people that are moving around the workers. You see one of the workers treated poorly and beaten with a dagger, just the pommel of the dagger. So he held in his hand like uh, brass knuckles, if you will, and smashed the guy upside the head. What, what race are the workers? Uh, the workers are uh, the normal civilized race mix. So plenty of humans, uh, uh, maybe one elf, uh, maybe a halfling or two. That they type look of thing. to be like forced to be there? Yes. Okay. With the beating with the dagger. Well, I well, keep your eye out for Lofio. I bet. Mm. I bet he's here. I, you know, I guess I do know what he. You did see him once. Just look for a weird, foppish little priest type <laughs> guy. You know exactly what those guys yeah, look like. Yeah, we have one in our party. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> you also see one of the cranes is bringing out uh, a. A metal box filled with dirt out, and then they slowly swing it over and then empty it into a pile. You see there's a couple wagons filled with big, heavy stones that they're using these cranes to move and put in position 30 feet up. Uh, yeah, so this is a big operation. You see that the there were three farms you guys originally visited. The leftmost was the Wheelers, and the rightmost was the uh, Roo? I think. Yeah, I think so. the Malins were rude. Yeah, Malins was the middle. Uh, those farms are there, but now they've been uh, taken over. There's tarps and lean-tos and canvases stretched out, so they're being used as uh, um, staging stuff or sleeping stuff, you're not sure. The middle one, though, the uh, Malin farm, has been completely uh, destroyed and wiped out, and that's where this tower has been built. And what would you guys like to do? Couple questions. How the tower, how much of the tower is built? You don't know. It's not done. It's 30 feet high. Okay. Well, that, that was okay. the question. I thought you were looking for a percentage. 30 feet high. So if the chain gate is nearly ready, but the tower's not, it might be easier to destroy it this way. I think we should try to go all the way in, get it in there, present it, place it in there, and then explode it. Right. Yes, good. Good plan. Can I have the gear, Jix? Uh, it, before we execute that plan, or dispatch it, as <laughs> it were, um, <laughs> let us watch the pattern of the guards. Let us kind of see how many um, people there are here um, and see if we can perhaps sneak in um, as a party together and 
do said plan. Perhaps? We're going to need a way out. Mm. I don't want to explode. Carahel will provide. I just got my nice <laughs> new bow. I don't want to take Remember, remember, uh, remember season two? Remember, <laughs> remember those tunnels? I was just thinking about that. There might be a way in. Definitely um, a way out. Yes, Maybe definitely the tunnels. Yeah. The... Yeah, that is a good idea. Get into one of the corner houses and go underneath. Uh, we probably don't even need to get to the houses. I mean, there, there's the tunnels are built around. I'm just wondering if the out, the tunnels outside might be blocked off by all the workers. So. Well, we can try. It's just a question of finding one that's open. Or we just walk right up and see what happens. Uh, um, that is much more of our style, huh. <laughs> and which has very rarely worked out well for us. Um, <sighs> let's let us watch for a little bit and see how many guards we can discern. Um, Hold on! During this entire conversation, we've been surrounded by guards. <laughs> no. During this entire conversation, Xanner's just been staring at Jix with his hands outstretched with the "give me" motion <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> what are you doing, Jix? He's asking for that gear. Uh, I don't, I don't have it. <laughs> You're always a kidder. Seriously though, we need this. I I don't I don't have it. Jix, I need the gear and probably the key. Do you remember the ring? The ring that he was using, Vargalos's ring. You had it before, Killian. You might have that, and I could use that and call it a key for the gear that you're about to give me right now. It's it's not in my bag. Really? <laughs> would I would I joke about something like that? Yeah, yes. Do you need to make a deception roll? No. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't you don't have the gear? No. <laughs> Where is it, Jix? I hid it in the woods. Just now? A while ago. A couple hours back. Oh, oh, okay. That's that's a different plan. We can we can we can we can make that work. It's uh, why did you hide it? We need it to open the gate. I, I didn't want us to do something stupid. <laughs> so you beat him to it. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! I, I'm not. Xander's in no mood. What are you doing? This has been a rough two days. <laughs> wow. You, you hit it by that tree? Where we put the guards? Maybe. Where'd you put it, Jix? By the tree. You and me are taking a walk. Let us all go. I just, or you what? stay here and uh, scout. Okay. That's true. Gonna give him your spyglass? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, Idrisol uh, is just... <laughs> he's fed up with Jigs, and he's just listening to Xander turning purple and red. And <laughs> Without magic <laughs> this time. Oh, no, no, he's not detecting anything. He's Xander's just going in chameleon mode. <laughs> you, you coming with us? You coming with the shorties, Xander? Yeah, yes! Yes! All right, the three short ones head off back down several hour hike. 
towards Edlin home. The tall ones stay behind and scout sniper style, laying in the bushes with ghillie suits uh, with I, the spyglass. Speaking of ghillie suits, like front I am Mordor right? <laughs> for walking around. <laughs> right. Uh, I am going to put the armor on of the other dead guard. Okay. Dispatched guard. All right. Yes. Um, if you want and not to be encumbered with the encumbered condition, uh, Idrisil, you mm-hmm. could leave your armor here in the staging area before you go yeah, in. Yeah, I'm going to stow it away. All right. Just not. All right. Dispatch it into a tree somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> did you have some Xander? No. I do, I, no. I, <laughs> you look like you did. There's, okay. there's, been, there's been two different times. Of, he's almost lashed out of Jix. He's, he's on the edge. But he's he's holding it in. He's pacing. He's pacing. But he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. He's telling himself he's okay. <laughs> You're like Travolta in the bathroom. Look, look, I'm I'm not threatening you or nothing. You know I respect you. But you pushed me to the edge. You pushed me. This is it. This is where we're going. So Jix, you think this you really think this is a bad idea? No, I I don't think it's a bad idea at all. I just I'm not sure it's the right time. When is it gonna be the right time? I don't think we the know more, enough yet. The more they get done, the harder it's going to be. So, the tower looks to be about 30 feet tall, right? Yeah. How tall was the tower in the one that we found it in? A lot taller than 30 feet. Right. They're not we're ready to have this gear yet. And the longer that they have it in their possession without being ready for it, the more they can hide it or... Do something with it where we don't know where it is anymore. Well, the only way they're going to get it in their position is if they kill us all. You think we're fighting in the woods somewhere. <laughs> uh, they won't fight it. They have just teams of people walking through the woods just going, You got to talk to us. We got to make decisions as a team. We were busy at the moment. There were some shorts going and I had to pee. There was... Plenty of time afterwards. Was two hours of walking. <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? He says repeatedly over the two-hour walk <laughs> back <laughs> to the trees. Uh, you, you guys are there. You're at the bodies, and you were able to find the gear. It's still there, Jake. Yes, it's in. It's in a, a knot hole. In this particular tree. All right, you find the geocache he left behind. <laughs> Where any woodpecker or owl could come find it. <laughs> Can I have it? I guess. Uh, here you go. It is in your possession. My precious. You begin the... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Jesus' idea doesn't seem so bad. You begin the hike all the way back. In those four hours of time... Uh, Killian, you've been looking through the spyglass, I believe. Yep. Uh, you are able to count uh, 30 workers that are here at this site. You're able to count 15 guards. And you aren't able to make out any particular patrol routes, although you see there are uh, guards that are assigned to specific groups of workers in general. Uh, but you're able to count about 15 different ones, and you are also able to make out one, how would I say, make a arcane, no, make a society roll, I think would be a better one. Society, you say? Please. 19. 
you are able to see a busy administrative type human running around and arguing with guards and running around and arguing with uh, laborers. And then you're able to watch him arguing again. You take him more as a wizardly type after a while. He's got uh, more of a robe on. Uh, he threatens to, he makes that little hand motion like I'm going to blast you with a fireball to threaten some uh, poor worker. Uh, so you do notice that character. Physically, what does he look like? Uh, slightly grayish beard, human with a blue robe with a hood over him and walks fast with a stick up his butt wherever he goes. Okay. Um, and the, um, of the two farms, does there seem to be one that's like where he's like, does he go into one? Yes. Okay. Uh, that would be the, uh, Wheeler farm on the left-hand side. Okay. And the other one, the Malin, no, the Roots farm. Root farm, uh-huh. Um, like what sort of activity is going on over there? You see a lot of the workers coming and going from that location. Okay, so that seems to be the kind of... That's the game room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you making all these notes, you're calling out everything to, uh, uh, Idrisil, like you're just looking through the spyglass for two hours straight. Okay, I always see that, that, that bearded guard again. Okay, so there's just one of him. You're calling everything out. You look back as you hear steps approaching at your friends. It's been four hours. And you also notice that at your feet, Idrisil has created this amazing replica of the site with little sticks and twigs and where different <laughs> guards can be. Okay. Just amazing. And I'm just squinting as hard as I can. Just, okay, you said there's one there. Okay, I see him. I see him. And Xander seems like 10% less annoyed and with the gear in his hand. Um, so the workers themselves, do they seem completely demoralized, downtrodden? Like, could we, like, I know this is, might be a little bit hard for me. You, can, you, can <laughs> you want to get yeah. William Wallace <laughs> on him? Exactly, yeah. Like, you know, could we... Well, we do have a Scotsman. <laughs> could we start a, you know, like, if they were given some motivation, mm -hmm. do you think they would rise up You cannot their... tell that through the spyglass. <laughs> it is not a magical spyglass <laughs> that would tell me those types of things? No. <clears throat> motivation spyglass? <laughs> no, but what I... I do think we can determine and kind of Idrisil's, as he's getting relayed all this information, he's kind of saying that I think that the guy going into the Wheeler farm is going to be our best bet. If we can get a hold of him and either control him or distract him, we have a better shot of getting ourselves into the middle building, into the tower. We can use him and persuade him to get us into the tower, dressed as these guards. That's probably Sog. So I we don't... Can, we can go make a report to Sog as these two guards. Tell him we couldn't find anything. Or we could bring Vargalos. Any gestures to Xanar? We can bring Vargalos with us. And friends. And two detainees or friends or however we want to present them. And bring them to Sog. Whoever this old wizard-looking guy is, maybe just poorly dressed. But I think he would be our best bet instead of trying to get into the workers' cabin and unionize the workers. We'd have a better shot of going one-on-one -on -one or five-on-one. Killian, uh, make one more perception roll. Nat 20. 
Oh, I was going to say, this is a really high bonus thing. I totally forgot, but it's not easy to see. You do spot during this time. This was earlier. Sorry to interrupt you, uh, you yourself. No. You do spot through the spyglass uh, one moment during the hours you've been waiting. Uh, six or seven of the workers uh, start to scatter and move quickly out of the way. And from the ground erupts a oncrav, one of those giant worms that Vargalos had before. And it erupts out of the ground and it starts looking around and crawls out for a bit. The uh, uh, wizardly guy in the blue robe comes out and uh, starts yelling at it and stuff. And then you see it disappears back into the ground. Okay. That's like a scene like from Monty Python or something. Um interesting so i so i think chances are sog's gonna fight us like 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 that wizard guy like there's gonna be no compelling him to do anything but if he doesn't know we are us that's right i mean like right i mean that's the deception is sort of the only path that we have there um yeah which uh, I mean, I'm definitely not opposed to. I such, I just but. think deceiving him is our best option, but we're better off against one of him it's than true. thirty guards. So fifteen guards. He probably does know Elp and Seorn by sight, though. So that's the challenge. It so just looks down and does. I don't see a name tag. I don't think he'll need to know it's me, Elp, right away. Right, but what I'm saying is, as we get closer, like I think the deception. Be suspicious, but if we have Vargalos, that might distract him enough. You think that? So the people that he knows personally, that we're saying that we're going to be. Just show me who needs to be the most deceptive, and I'll make them up a little mix that they can drink, and it'll do the trick. Okay. He's going to... <laughs> Jix is gone. He's running full speed <laughs> up the hill. You know, uh, like, I think he actually knows these people in person that, like, you know... I'd, you know, I'd if, be, you so know, if some we're, random we're dwarf yeah. shows up and says that he's well, what, what Iggy, would you believe him? What's the other option? Go try to get the, the helpless workers to not be afraid of us and... Sneak, can we sneak in with them? I'm six foot tall. I don't think we're going to sneak in. <gasps> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Do you, Do you still have the ring? Yes. I need it. Quick, 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 quick. Just oh. steal the ring. <laughs> I was getting ready to hand it over until he said that, and then I stop and I will. I think he's got a good idea. You're like, I'm gonna pray for you both, and then while take, he prays, takes I take it the ring the off All right. and hands it over to. Didn't didn't I give it to you in the first place? He did. It didn't work, and you took it back. He's got I it took now. It back. All right. That's, That's what fine. you do, Killian. <laughs> <laughs> you I will take things. Xander is gonna detect magic on the ring. In the name of Carol. So do you in your own. Like we did back here, back here at Bottom Hill, but I, I want to see if, if this time it might be working. All right. You detect magic. Uh, you detect no magic. On. Shoot! Dang it! Back! Why? It's in one thing! It's just one thing! It's one! It was a good idea. And I, I pat you on the shoulder. It was a good idea. I sit on the ground. It's been a day. 
Okay, so what are we gonna do? Are we gonna go underneath through the tunnels? Well, I don't think that's a good option. Did you guys find any tunnels? Well, we know the worm thing is there now. Yeah, that's so not a good that's idea. That's not a good option. We can go to the workers. That it's not a bad option, but I think the better option is to try to get this guy to bring us in himself. And you know, he might recognize us, and it might cause a problem. But I, I'm willing to take that chance over. Hey, Shanner. Give me your hand. And Jix, hand. Jix plops like what looks like a big, uh, <clears throat> a big bonbon in Xander's hand. Okay. Like chocolate? Uh-huh. <laughs> do not even look at it. It's not chocolate. Xander puts it right in his face. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh! <laughs> does this That's do- a suppository. Does this do something? <laughs> a big fat suppository. Um, <clears throat> what it does is it begins to begins to slightly alter Xanner's appearance. He still he still looks gnomish, um, ish, but he. In, in our eyes, begins to take the actual appearance of Varglos. I feel sneaky. <laughs> hey, stupids! Look at my ring! I can control worms! <laughs> oh, this is fun. We're all gonna Just die. Call us stupids? You don't know we. So you can look different than yourself and be a gnome. You're but look Margulos. more <laughs> But look more Vargalos. Vargalos. Shargalos. You just can't look like a specific person. So I, I I have I've altered my appearance then. And you got about nine and a half minutes left on this. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> What's the plan? Let's go up. We're your captives, you two. Don't fuck it up. Okay. All right. <laughs> five of you go up. There are you're being led by two quote unquote guards in leather armor. As we're walking up, let's talk about this just a little bit more. Oh God. Just a little bit. So we're, we're gonna let Xanner lead. Uh-huh. You and I say nothing, and yeah. then if and then like like if he doesn't make note, like we're not gonna say we're Eep and Seahorn, and also. It's Alp. So we might want to get that right. Uh, Alp and Seahorn. So are Alp you and Seahorn? <laughs> so so are you Kelp or Seahorn? I'll be Kelp. All right. Talk okay. Them. So you guys have the guards leading forward. You have. Uh, um, so if he knows them, then we're just. Hey, this is a big thing. Okay. We okay. Got, we got oh, it sounds, left. It's stupid. If he, Vargo is going to lead. We're just his henchmen, unless otherwise oh, it I seems know. like it's appropriate. Okay. And I right. grab uh, Iggy's arms and I put them behind him. And do I have like cuffs or anything? Shackles of any kind? You, unless you do, you don't. Well, someone does. Well, it's I his armor, so I'm just guessing that. Yeah, I'm but right. what are you doing with their weapons and all that? Eh, that's a good one. I just keep, his hands are behind his back. Okay. And I have his great sword like on my okay. back. All right. Essentially. Heavier than it looks. Yeah. And then Jix is also being uh, manhandled with his arms behind his back by you, Killian. Yes, not none too gently. Okay. And <laughs> so what do you? Make, so to make, just for so, authenticity's sake. Yeah, so I'll describe really quick. So I have his great sword and my bow. So it looks like one of them has a bow that I'm 
carrying, you know, so it's not doesn't look like my bow. Okay. So I've got a bunch of weapons. He has a couple weapons. And killing you have spear. Jix's sickle then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Xanner, as Vargalos, you're leading the way. All right. Arms out, <clears throat> head up, all three and a half feet high. You uh, boldly step forward. As you guys step forward, you see there are two of the guards break out from the encampment and walk down the hill as you guys walk up the hill. And the uh, guards come to meet you and hold out a hand. One of them says, uh, hey, what's going on? Out of my way, stupids! I'm here for Sog! What Don't you know Vargalos when you see him? And he says, oh, yeah, go, come on, come on. And he seems excited to see you. Motion you to come follow them. At and least somebody's happy to see me. <laughs> First time in my that is life. Not even myself. <laughs> they uh, lead you up to the uh, encampment. There again are lots of uh, workers slash slaves that don't seem happy to be there. Will you be my papa. <laughs> you a half work around here. I'm just gonna lose it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the guards runs up fast ahead into one of the bigger tents and the tent flap opens up and out comes a dark screened, a dark skinned orc woman who comes out, big muscular lady. Muscular lady. And she comes down the uh, steps, a couple more guards join. So there's five of them plus her. The, uh, a, a lot of the other guards are kind of watching to see what's going on, but the workers, they don't dare look up. They're busy. And <clears throat> she walks up and she says, uh, you are Vargalos? Yes. She looks you up and down. You were giving some sort of plus four roll for yeah. this thing. Go ahead and make a visual deception roll. 21. You have blue and purple robe. You don't have blue purple robe. <laughs> I wear what I wear today. This is a very important day. <laughs> she, this big giant woman flinches <laughs> from your accusatory finger. <laughs> you, you sound Vargalos. Yeah, stupids. You, you have gear. I have exactly what I need to have. The ground starts to shake around you and you see a hole, a hole forming off to the side. <laughs> Her and the guards kind of step aside knowing what's coming. I, I will step alongside them as I have a guess of what's coming. Okay. And as will we. Out of the ground cr comes this nasty creature that claws its way out. It is this weird horse-sized worm thing with mandibles and it's dripping acid out of its mouth. And it comes up and claws slowly across the ground, delicately walking towards uh, Jix the goblin and does that little uh, alien, yeah, does, does that little aliens three Sigourney Weaver alien little thing where its mouth is right up against your face and it's kind of doing the sensing, almost sniffing if it had a nose type thing, and it's right there. Jix is sniffing it back. <laughs> okay. Does this big orc lady, does she have a ring on? She does not. 
Okay. <coughs> she says, uh, you have gear. Yes. Take me to the gate. No. What took you so long? <gasps> are you questioning me? Weeks you were here. You don't know what I've had to go through with that stupid witch. She flicks you in the forehead. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you late. Uh, <laughs> Xander is try really trying to stay brave with the giant monster on, on his right. Uh, sniffing jicks and being flicked in the head. He's going to show a fireball in his hand intimidatingly. Okay. And and never touch me again. Make an intimidation roll. Ooh, a 14. 14. She flicks you a second time what? in the head. <laughs> Shot it. You have gear. Take gear to house, she says, pointing over to the Wheeler farm. Wizard waiting for it. I'm going to throw my ball of fire at her foot, at her boot, before walking over to uh, the farm. All right. She spits after you, but misses. And tell wizard, keep worm away. You tell him. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys uh, are not only off and away from that scene, but you guys are com almost completely left alone. The guards disperse. They go back to the workers. Uh, this orc lady, she goes back into her tent and the yeah, they didn't even ask about your weird little prisoners either. We're little pruners? Prisoners. 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 Or pruners. Is the worm still there? Uh, the worm is still there. Yes. <clears throat> is it like following us? No. Okay. But we'd have to get around to get to the tower, wouldn't we? Uh, it's in kind of in that general vicinity and it kind of moves towards its hole, but it just kind of stands there and it doesn't dig its way back in. Do, so, we, keep, do we keep going? Do we either deal with the wizard or we try to make it to the tower? What do you think? I'm, I'm... You're Vargalos. <laughs> <laughs> this way, if things go horribly awry, I don't have to take any responsibility. <laughs> there's, there's no one around. I warned you. I there's warned no one you around close me. enough that I can, like, make a soft whisper and, like, keep a conversation going. Like whom? To Xander. Yeah. To Vargalos. Yes, yeah, I can us. speak to him without anyone hearing. Yeah, the close person is, like, 30, 40 okay. feet away. You just make it short. Um, all right, Xana. Make the call. Which way do you want to go? You make the call. Deal or no deal? <laughs> if the chain gate's here, we can break it without anyone noticing, unless the whole place is full of people. The wizard we know is probably by himself. Did anyone get that orc's name? Important. Why, you want a bagger later? No, I just think that if we go into the tower and we have a name to reference, we can just say she told us to go in there. We have Shog. And they'll continue to leave us alone. Vargalos wouldn't care about names. All right. I'm following you, Vargalos. We're going to the wizard. Keep marching. He heads off. Uh, you head in that direction. Tell praying. <laughs> uh, Iggy, you spot off in the distance uh, in one section between where one of the barns used to be. You see there is a pit that's been dug out. 
and it is uh, has five bodies carelessly tossed into there with room for plenty more. And they look like workers? Yes, absolutely. Killian is keeping an eye out for Lothio. Okay, uh, you are keeping an eye. I'll keep you abreast of that situation. And the Xanner slash Vargalos with group in tow, are you still doing the two prisoner thing? Yep. Okay. Uh, you take your quote-unquote prisoners uh, to the Wheeler farm, and what do you want to do? You're right outside the door. Uh, I'm going to go right in. Okay. Just, just door open. Just, just, hey, stupid! Okay. The door opens. There is a, a wizardly-like guy in his blue robe who is sitting at a table who just like does some, like you just caught him looking porn type of a thing, removes his hands real fast and he sits up and he says, what's the meaning of this? Who are you? And we all like file in and Killing closes the door behind us. All right. <laughs> I said, who are you? You're in my house. You're Mr. Wheeler? <laughs> <laughs> I am the gnome of this place. Bottom Hill was my claim. Vargalos, the sorcerer. You are Varg. Where have you been? You were supposed to be here weeks ago. <laughs> I already told the stupid on the hill. I had a issue with the swamp witch. She's gone now. You're welcome. Look, I'm Brinley, the all-knower. I'm sure you've heard of me before. Of course. Uh, you have obviously come here to bring what you have been tasked to bring. Of course. Let us see it. No. <laughs> right here on the table. Brindley, this is not for you. This is for the gates. I know my world and I know my job. I do not trust anyone. Your job is to bring the master gear here. Now let us see it. And he points at his table. I produce the Master Gear. All right. He doesn't touch it. He looks at it. It looks unusual, but not particularly magical. Because you know nothing, stupid! I am the all-knower Brimley! Brimley or Brinley? Brin, Brin, Brinley. Brinley. Wilford? Wilford Brinley? Xander's Xander's going to grab the gear and, and pick it back up and, and stuck it. Stuck All right. It he doesn't say anything about that. They say that you are more than just someone to fetch things. They say you are a bit of a self-proclaimed expert on interdimensional gateways. I bet you think you know more than me, huh? I don't have to prove anything to you. I think you do. I think you're a charlatan or a liar or perhaps someone looking to replace me. Say, tell me, quick, what type of gear could connect to a fully inversed gate? Quickly! That would be a reversed gate gear, obviously! Well then, what kind of gate do we have here at Bottom Hill? This would be a chain gate of interdimensions. Mm, I know who I'm working for! How many times can a residual magic be used to overpower a non-functioning gate? 
How many mushrooms does it take to swallow a toad? You don't know the answer. You don't either. You're a charlatan. You're a hoax. <laughs> Everyone's just watching this conversation. <laughs> he kind of does this, hmm, eyeing you back and forth. Xander squints as convincingly as he can. We're really going to need an answer to that toad question. <laughs> <laughs> he steps around his table and come close to you and says uh, intimidatingly, I'll have you know that you will not take this position from me. I am in charge of everything gate related here at Bottom Hill. Do you understand? Xander very slowly lifts his hand to show him the ring. I was here first. This is my claim. If you think you are going to do anything... He slowly raises his hand up, showing you his ring. Rings. (laughs) And he has a ring and says, This is my place. And besides, you don't even have your worm anymore. We found it dead outside. What the hell happened to it? There were bad things. I was overrun by vagrants. These vagrants. You point to your friends behind me. I have brought them here to be dealt with. They should be thrown in the bottom of the tower. When we activate the chain gates, they should be sucked through to the other side, never to be again. That sounds like a good first test. All right. Give me 10 minutes and meet me down there and bring the gear, obviously, and we will finally get this underway. And again, this is my position. And he uh, walks out. Idrisil, before he does that, in a, his best, like, disguised voice, he's just kind of shaking. He's like, keep Worm away. What? Worm scary. Scary Worm. He shakes his head confused and walks out the door. Ooh, I think I did really good. Well done. Well done. What do you guys want to do? I guess we're going to go... To the tower now? Uh, so that was <clears throat> two minutes in, so I have, what, eight more minutes? No, I'll probably have like five more minutes. Five more minutes before uh, it's very clear that I'm not what I look like? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. He says he needs 10 more minutes. So you had mentioned something a while ago about having a plan to get in, but then like, you know, that was not the problem, but getting out would be. We still haven't come up with that plan. Just... Yeah, we're in, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're executing my plan right now right. as we're as you speak. Hey, Zanny, you're going to need to put a hood on or something in, in about five more minutes. I am Vargalos! <laughs> you going to speak to me He's a method respect. actor. <laughs> <laughs> a oh, full cycle break. Uh, what do you guys want to do anything for 10 minutes? Or we'll just skip forward. Um, well, let's, uh, I say we go to the tower, take a look in there and see if we can kind of destroy this gate between now and the next 10 minutes. That's, that's my thought. Destroy the gate without putting the, the, the no, stick, gear in? stick mask gear in the chain gate, go through it, destroy it, come back through, leave before anybody's the wiser. Well, that sounds as easy as a piece of gum. Yep, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> 
uh, I, I, um, Xander actually does want to go first. Let's get there soon before everything wears off. I'm feeling very confident in my lies. And if I don't have them anymore, <laughs> I may not be as confident. Oh, you do see, by the way, in his, uh, office here with all the little supplies and junk and stuff on the, on one wall, there is a map of Bottom Hill, similar to a crude drawing you saw earlier. This one's much more designed and it shows the hill and it shows the tower's construction and you estimate it to be about 45 feet tall is the outline of where it actually see the, the, the actual 40 foot written on their architectural drawing and that there is a cavity drawn out underneath it, um, the tower. So you can see a little bit of um, what they're planning. Okay, what do you want to do? Let's go to the... Tower? Let's. Okay. Is there, oh, taking a very quick look here in the room, is there anything of, like, anything of value, anything, uh... Any scrolls? <coughs> yeah. No scrolls. Um, there chick, is a lockbox here. Chicks hands two things. Well, let's not mess with that just yet. Xander. Mm. Yeah, you, you might need either or both of these. If you don't use them, I do expect them back. Thanks. What do you give him? Gives him, um, explains that one is a smoke stick and the other is a mesmerizing opal. Whoa. Okay. Mesmerizing opal is helpful in deception checks again. The smoke stick is just basically a smoke, a shroud of smoke. Okay. It might make you look more like, like, uh, magical or stuff. I do look magical and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. So you guys found a lockbox. You said you didn't want to mess with, and nah, you're heading out. Leave it be. Heading out to the tower. Yeah. All right, you head out to the tower with prisoners still in tow. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. We're uh, not gonna look in the lockbox. No. We don't got time. We gotta move. Yeah. Okay. I have thieves tools. No. We murder everybody. We can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Jix puts it in his sack. Okay. No. We're heroes. We, we should no. talk in terms of murder. Jix puts it in his. We dispatch. No. Everybody. That's because if they come back, they find it missing, <coughs> and we haven't done everything we need to do, that's going to cause problems. So leave it alone. Please. I'm asking you nicely. As as a sacrifice to care hell, I won't take the lockbox. There we go. All right. You guys are at the tower. You can see there is uh, a uh, several guards posted outside. There is also this giant hole that is next to it with uh, some stairs, the uh, crude wooden stairs that have been erected on scaffolding that go down into this hole. You can see there's some uh, cave type thing down below, and you can see a couple of those weird crisscross worm-like tunnels that are also down there. And this is where all those cranes are, are, some of them are moving stones up the tower and there are one or two that are pulling out big carts of dirt and rock as they're excavating down below as well. There are some guards stationed here, uh, half a dozen, and one of them uh, uh, comes up to see what you guys are up to. Ask him where the gate is. Tell him to take it to me. I'm here to see the gate. He says, uh, okay, you just need to wait a bit. Brindley says no one down there for uh, a couple more minutes. Brindley is not in charge. I am Vargalos the Sorcerer. I am the one that can say where I can see the gate and when I can't. Brindley will come to me. He told me you'd say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wanted me to pass on a message that uh, you won't have his position. He's in charge and he's not ready. 
Stupids! And they have no intention of letting you go down there or into the tower. And the work continues. You have drawn the attention, uh, uh, Jix and Iggy, of some of the workers who are slaves, uh, who are trying to see if they know you, what's going on, will you help here, that type of thing. They're you, you're one of them, essentially. Or pitying you, uh, you're not sure what to make of it. You guys got a couple more minutes um, to kill. Is anybody paying, like, undue attention to them? Uh, what do you mean? Like, Jackson Iggy. A couple of the people are watching them closely, yeah. Um, get your eyes back to your work. Ooh. You've got eight more minutes, and the uh, potion of uh, disguise will wear off in about three. About three. Uh, you! Get down there and tell him to go faster! Guard, let him go with you! Nope. <laughs> I don't have time for this! And I... I will... Xander will do the another intimidating fireball. Okay. How many? Hold it up to, to, to the guard. How many guards are there there? There are six. And the guard says, uh, go get Sog. And now there are five as one goes off to the tent. Where's the, is, is there a crane? Wait, tent? There's a yeah. bunch of tents. There's a whole bunch of tents. Oh, so we, we were in the house. You were in the There's wheels. Right. a bunch of tents. But he implied the wizard went down in the hole. Yep. Correct. And now Sog. Oh, God. Sog is, yeah, the wizard's Brinley. Right. Uh, is there a crane that's... I thought it might be Sog. Yes, there are four. Go sabotage one of those cranes. Right in front of these guards. Make a distraction. You guys are guards. Hearing, uh, kind of feeling Iggy say that on the back of Idris's ear, he, uh, shows face to these five remaining guards and he kind of elbows Iggy a little bit. Shut up. No talk. Uh, you see the... Oh, Go ahead. Uh, the orc woman is coming out of her tent and being led over towards you guys. Oh, that was Sog. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I do this hopefully <laughs> that she can see me. I just elbow him. No talking. You repeat it again and when she arrives. She says, uh, you ready for gate? Yes! Let's go. We've been waiting for weeks. I shouldn't be standing outside here. But we've been waiting for weeks. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Tony Stark, we're waiting on you now. Let's go. And uh, she motions down the scaffolding and the guards part ways and she uh, waits for you guys to go first and follows up behind. Ah, uh, is it? Xander leads the way. All right, Xander, you lead the way. The rest of your group follows. And she says, wait, oh, who are these? Pointing to your captives. <laughs> they are the first test of when we activate the gate. My own special pets. She shrugs and lets you take them down. You head down these stairs. You see there is a... A uh, little passage, side passage, where they have dug out and tried to shore up with wooden um, um, wooden beams to protect it from collapsing. And there's a big uh, cart of uh, a metal cart with a bunch of dirt being lifted right past you as you go down these steps. And you're starting heading towards this little uh, passage further down into the uh, the hill. You're about maybe 25 feet underground now, and now. The, you're disappearing into this tunnel, so you will have uh, you won't be in the hole. Now you'll be underground proper. 
as you do, you see there are, I don't think any guards here that Just you- Just go with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, let me double check. No, nope, don't, don't check. Just think you're interested to see anything? Or We're is it, plan. Is it lit fairly well? Because they're working on it? Yeah, stand by, stand by. You see no guards here like the ones up above. What you do see are a different type of guard, and it is a kobold who is down here. <laughs> Kobolds are little draconic type creatures, little like mini dragons that are bipedal. Um, they have swords and shields, but they're small, like maybe three, three and a half feet tall or so with that snout dragonish thing. Uh, they're feisty, nasty little creatures. And one right now is just wailing away and punching and punching a slave repeatedly and kicking the slave who's down. Uh, and is uh, cursing at it in draconic language. And uh, you uh, continue past it and head into a- Slave isn't Lofio? The slave is not Lofio. I thought for sure you were gonna be like, <laughs> and it's Lofio. Uh, the slave is not Lofio. Um, and you are led into a larger chamber that they've been cutting and digging out from different sections. And you see from the look of it, um, that they've been trying to essentially find the gate over several weeks and were able to carve out the spot to the gate and you see it up ahead. The gate is a, an, uh, a half circle, almost a little bit arch shaped of multiple uh, struts of metal and gears and pieces that are uh, connected together. You see that there's no magical effect of any kind. There's no portal or magic energy. It's just this metal structure. So you don't think they've had any success whatsoever in getting it to operate in any way so far. There's a couple kobold uh, guards here that see you and, and hush some slaves uh, out of the way to make room. And you see Brindley is here and he's dusting off and cleaning off bits on this, uh, 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 of this uh, chain gate. And I need Vargalos to make an arcane roll, an arcana roll, arcane roll, whatever it's called. Arcana, arcana. Oh, I wish I had more arcana. That's an 11. 11, uh, nothing of interest for wow. you. Uh, okay. Not good for a I My magic is very natural based. I don't actually know where a lot of it comes from. That's fair. You guys are there with uh, Sog and Brindley and some little uh, guard types. And Brindley says, uh, you're early. You're late. You were supposed to, ah, never mind. <clears throat> Let's get this gear in place and you, you've got your, your test subjects. I do. Which I authorized, he says to Sog. <laughs> and Sog says, uh, make gate work. And uh, everyone turns to Vargalos and Vargalos in the slightly shadowy area, because you had asked about the lighting. There are some uh, lanterns that have been hung, but is, every so often there's patches of darkness. But Vargalos, for a second, uh, your face kind of deforms a little bit and then reshapes. Uh, it's holding, but the time is running thin on your disguise effect. Xander will turn to both Idrisil and Killian and say, Set them up in the gate. Make sure that they can protect themselves somehow. It won't work. Laughs across the room. Idrisil, following his uh, his boss's lead, he's 
and takes off the great sword and hands it to Iggy. Uh, Sog says, "What you doing? Protection." Uh, do you have your armor on or no armor on, Iggy? I have, like hide armor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she draws her sword and blocks it with her own. She says, "No weapons for slaves." Not slaves. Pray. No weapons. Put him in the gate. I take the great sword, put it back on me, and I push him in. Slaves must be totally nude. No. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Weird fetish. <laughs> she pushes uh, Iggy the dwarf towards the gate. This is an Easy. orc. Easy. Orc touching you, my friend. Easy, you piece of shit. And uh, Brindley says, according to my calculations, now is the proper time to insert the master gear of which I will do hand it here. You do nothing, stupids. I will do it. Put the other one in the gate. And I start walking over towards Brindley. He goes to intercept you. Make an intimidation roll with plus two. Um, Hold um, on one second. Okay. 25. Seven. 27? Yeah. Uh, he backs away strongly and says, okay, all right, yes, that's a good idea. You had something? So just from my knowledge of magic or whatever, if I cast a spell right now, is it a really good chance that Brindley would know that I was casting something, even if it was a fairly innocuous spell? Uh, pretty much anyone would know you're casting something. He's I'm even just a known. wizard. Hmm? Magic is not uncommon, so mm -hmm. just a, a townsperson would know you're casting a spell. Well, I mean... not Brindley might know the spell. Okay, but even if I was doing it, like, subtly and just, like... The, the, it's hard to pull off okay. subtly. It's All not right. just a little Jedi hand motion. All right, never mind then. More like an airbender, mighty Morphin Power Ranger. Gotcha. Motion. Uh, okay. Jix would like to pommel a uh, firebomb, though. You're going to palm a firebomb? Yes. Out of your pouch into your hand? Yes. Okay. Make a sleight of hand roll with plus three. Okay. Actually, don't even roll. No one's even paying attention to you. You got it. All right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, okay, so what's happening? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking at Iggy, trying to keep my... Uh, guard composure here, but I'm also looking at Vargalos and Killian back and forth, just like discerning <coughs> when we're going to... Vargalos is kind of doing the same thing. The eye, eye contact yeah. with the Idrisil, eye contact with Killian. Killian's desperately pulling his left ear. <laughs> <laughs> like he has before. It just gives him the nod and farts. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, we like, had no like, signal again. We have to come <laughs> up with a signal. <laughs> Why didn't we have a signal? <laughs> this has happened to us before. I, I was under yeah. the impression, honestly, and this is like Alistair talking, not Idrisil, that Xanner is just going to and do something and I'll know what to do. Right. <laughs> so my plan is... This is all, all of this is why everybody's Jinx just waiting for everybody else. Pissing <laughs> <laughs> in the woods. This is why Jinx in the gear the whole time. I knew it. I knew it. Well, we're here now. <laughs> Um, so I, I kind of, Xander's going to look back to his guards and kind of do a, a slight nod as I pull the gear out. I go towards the chain gate. I'm guessing the right place to put it because I actually don't know. You can see there is a missing section right at the top of the arch that would connect the left side to the right side. 
Brindley is close, like over your shoulder, close, seeing what you're doing. Uh, the kobolds are kind of backing away from the gate and Sog is watching on with kind of curiousness. Holding it up high, because that's about as close as I can get to, to be near the middle of it, I will suddenly turn to the whole crowd. Behold! Vargalos the sorcerer! And the magic that he wields! I will open this gate! And I will bring destruction to all! Recognizing that as the keywords okay. to our <laughs> massive deception. <laughs> <laughs> And then I will insert the gear. Oh, okay. You insert the gear. Wait, that was, we were, okay. You see Killian raising his hands to lash out with divine lance, and he stops momentarily and pretends he's stretching a sore back. You insert the gear, it slots in. There is, on where it, it connects to the other gears, there's a little glowing orange magic right as it touches. Then the gear starts to move with chunk, 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 chunk type sound and it moves another gear and another piece and another piece and everything just starts to move and move and move and move. And it starts to create this weird magical motion of a machine. Uh, you don't know where it goes down into the ground. You don't know if it's circular or not, but there's actual motion and you can see inside the entire thing mm -hmm. uh, starts to, the, the view starts to warble and as though there's like a heat wave type of an effect and starts to warble more and more and more, and then starts to take on a shape of grayish energy. That grayish energy starts to fill into the gears and cogs of everything moving. Uh, Brindley just says, this is amazing. And the light starts to appear, becomes brighter and brighter. And it's this uh, silvery, uh, slightly pulsing magical effect that's filling the whole uh, uh, structure of this chain gate and light is emanating out from it, a little Stargate-ish, and the whole thing seems to be stable after a while. There's a magical humming, and it has a little electrical smell to the air as well. Now! Xanar casts burning hands on the side of the gate. Okay. Uh, wait. <laughs> you we... have no yeah. say over yeah. this. Yeah. Xanar, you're, uh, you're casting burning hands on the side of the gates. Yeah, while it was glowing. The, the plan is going in Xanar's head perfectly. <laughs> okay. Just exactly as he had it in, in his mind. I was going to ask, while this thing is glowing, what is what is everybody doing? Are they watching it in awe? Are yep. they distracted at all by... And Do they notice anyone else at this point? Or are they just focused on the thing doing its magic? Everyone's focused on the gate. There are a bunch of people to the front of you, yeah. some to the side, and a few behind. I hand Iggy the sword now. Okay. While it's glowing. Uh, make a thievery sleight of hand roll, just for overall yeah. underhanded motion. The 14? 14, you don't get yelled at or anything. Okay. Bright light shining, it's distracting. You slow, you surreptitiously hand the sword to uh, Iggy. And Xanar, you were doing the casting of burning Great. hands. Oh, for minimum damage. Uh, which is, I think it's a three, a three. For th three points of burning damage, you lightly warm up the side of the chain gate and there's a few sparks and there are a couple gears kind of skip and miss and Brindley uh, pushes you and says, what are you doing? Jix takes the fireball that's in his hand and throws it 
Uh, yeah, we're supposed to be doing this from the straight yeah, up into the sure into the main gear. Okay. Into the master gear? Yeah, the master gear. All right, throw, make a bomb throwing roll and add plus two. Okay. Wait. Can anybody throw one of his things? Yes. Oh, nice throw. So 27. 27. You hit the master gear perfectly with your alchemist fire bomb. It explodes in flames like crazy. Several of the kobolds start hissing and back away in confusion. Uh, there's a couple of slaves that don't know what's going on. Sog's kind of confused behind you all. How much damage? It's uh, nine plus two persistent fire plus one plus one splash. Uh, so, so ten damage, and then it'll be two persistent after that. Okay. And uh, you light it up. There's huge fire. The gears start to spark. Brinley's in shock. And he starts casting a spell and all sorts of craziness. And the whole shimmering light starts to do this weird pulsing effect. And we will stop there for tonight. <laughs> the group returned to Edlin home, no longer as foolish troublemakers, but return now as heroes. They set off up north and ran into trouble with two mercenaries eager to get Vargalos back to the Bottom Hill Farms. Once there, Xanner continued his cunning ruse to gain access to the chain gate. Thank you to Chris, Seth, Alistair, Jeremy, and Tim. If you enjoyed the show, drop by patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. You'll find lots of bonus content and can show your support for the show. Also, join other fans on the official Discord server to talk about an episode or something horribly cringy we said. You can get the link to Discord off our website, ingloriousbards.com. How will the heroes battle their way out of a camp full of slavers? What will happen to the chain gate? And did they just forget to destroy the gate from the other side? Until next time. <laughs>